0: still alive? I feel like I've said that before. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Show Podcast. I'm your host, Craftsdorf, here yet again with my co-host, Mathwiz.
1: You know, I know that One Piece is typically a battle series, like that's the thing we're going for here, but honestly, this bark felt like more of a thriller, if you ask me.
0: I, Mathwiz, I swear to fucking God. God damn it. Even your fucking... Okay. Damn it. Anyway, um, comments, <laughs> I have a bunch this time, actually, um, let's start on one that has nothing to do with One Piece at all, um, Dank Deku asked, uh, cause, um, about, I guess cause we were talk we brought up Hunter Hunter a couple times last time, and so, like, when has Hunter Hunter gotten you emotional, if at all, like, has that ever made you shed tears, or even just watery eyes, or anything like that?
1: Um, I feel like there was more than the one moment, but at off the top of my head, I'm just remembering the, the part like not the very last episode of the 2011 anime, but the one right before that with Gon and Killua. Like that one got me.
0: Okay, interesting. Because um, for me, it's it's easily the the last scene with uh, Meruem and Komugi. Easily, like that's that. <laughs> that see, that that gets me. <laughs> see, if I
1: went back, I because like, I rewatched parts of the Chimera Ant arc and like. Parts of that got me more, like, they didn't make me emotional, maybe because I was watching it with a friend, so, like, I wasn't mm. allowing myself were, to be emotional, but, like, I feel uh, like if I went back yeah. and rewatched it, there'd be a bunch of moments.
0: Yeah, that's the struggle, though, when you're watching something with a friend and something gets you, and you're not, you, you know you can't cry, but you you feel it. Like, I haven't had that happen yet, because uh, I have watched stuff with another friend. I don't know, man. I, would I hold it back? Would I let it all go? I have no idea. Um... <laughs> So another one. Um, so I asked last time about Asura and uh, like Zoro's uh, technique and the sort of uh, if there was any like connection with the any religious symbolism regarding it. And uh, Funky TK uh, brought up a point about how you know uh, not the Asura is uh, power hungry obsessed with ego force and violence and i'm like okay yeah that doesn't sound like zoro at all like maybe before zoro versus mr one but that fight like deliberately had zoro transcending that desire to be stronger so like um in that way he's definitely not like the Ashura. but there is also the anti-god aspect to the Ashura, which i would say is appropriate um especially because if you consider he's fighting against the world government and if you'll remember, uh, the, the, I believe the L, oh, maybe they haven't called it that yet, but, uh, Marajoa, the, uh, the, the capital of the world is, it's also called the Holy Land, so there's definitely a bit of, a the, the world government, see, there, there's way more of that to come, um, of the, the world government propping itself up as this, like, literal holy figure, like a god, uh, so, um, they definitely have a lot of power, but the, the, that hasn't quite come in. So that aspect is there, I suppose, but, um... So, yeah, thank you for the research. Um, Do you have any comments yet?
1: There was one by, um, where, oh, shoot, now I can't find it. Oh, one by Trento, which I feel like at this point should be kind of obvious, but I'll answer it anyway. Um, Do I I think I'm at a point where I would recommend reading One Piece to anyone else? Yes, everyone should read One Piece. Yes. Although, will I have any videos to make on it? I mean, hopefully. Uh, At present, I'm still kind of, I probably won't make any, or at least make you know, maybe one, but I feel like I won't make any until I've caught up.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. And well, because it's like the nensho. Like the whole point of the nensho was to to make content. You know, or to, it was to to read these really long things, give us an excuse to do it, and that would in turn become content. And like even though like I like I have so many things I still need to get to, but like all both of us have ideas for videos on the big three. Like even if we've at this point we've only done Naruto videos. Well, I've done One Piece videos, but not nensho related ones like they were just from before so like not from the reread and like i want to do bleach videos i want to do one piece videos i even have one that was going to be a naruto video but it might become more general um i have to do more research into that uh but it's like yeah as far as like inspiring content goes i think it's been pretty good you know you you got your is is your like are any, is your hope and hypocrisy video like one of your most popular if not your most popular like what's your most viewed video now is it still like the older no
1: it's still this um the Talk no Jutsu video is like my fifth or fourth, or forced, my fifth or fourth most popular, bleh, um, uh-huh. but yeah, it, it's up there.
0: That's good. I haven't checked mine in a while, so I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I assume I will be able to dethrone Boruto with Boruto's dad as the <laughs> most popular Naruto series video I have. Oh, no, wait, but there's still the tournament video, so never mind. Oh, sad. <laughs>
0: So yeah, um, oh, uh, Ron Quixote asked about, because I mentioned that I was on the Arlong Park forums last time. Um, he was on them in 2015, so we had zero chance to interact because I was only act really like, lurking on them from up until, uh, 2008-ish? Maybe, uh, at most? Like, from 2006 to th- 2008, so, you know, pretty early into my One Piece, uh, fandom, uh, stint. But I didn't stay there very long, so in case anyone else was curious, um... Uh, I might have misspelled this, but Thor- Ray or Thornray, um, okay, because L- last time I was like, oh yeah, Garp seems to be in contact with Dragon, but I think I jumped the gun there and got a bit excited, because, like, rereading that bit, uh, there's nothing that implies that they actually talked, just that Garp heard that they met, like, because um, if he heard that, though, I mean, you know, Smoker bumped, bumped into the world's most wanted man on Logtown, Garp would probably hear about that so and you know luffy would have come up so yeah yeah he could have just inferred it like he doesn't have to be in in contact with dragon to know about that and I don't yeah know that, why that I, sounds
1: a little more reasonable i don't know now, why i yeah. assume
0: that yeah <laughs> I just maybe i got excited okay i'm sorry um so yeah i have two i have two more things to mention no comments specifically just general things uh do you have any more comments um feel like maybe there's one more but i don't remember what it was uh, so, no. That's fine because things happened. Like, we just recorded a podcast last night, so you didn't have time to finish the reading and check out comments earlier, even though you, you started the reading like a couple of days ago, which was great. And no, then I, yeah, I did it. start it in
1: <laughs> advance, but then I also had like a lot of things to do in the last couple of days. So, even like with my head start, I still kind of was up at the last minute.
0: Right, like we're like a half an hour after our usual recording time just because you needed that extra time. And it's like, and I gave you wanted to read and I gave you a video to watch of the, the Binx's brew. And It's like, I'm not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll mention that later. But uh, two, two more things I want to mention. There was some talk on the p- political correctness by a couple comments. And it's definitely, uh, it's something we'll touch on here and something I'll talk about later when we have more context to go over, cause it's like, I, I I finally seen like a half decent argument from the the opposing side regarding Sanji's thing, at least an at least an opposing p- opinion, and there's still some acts, aspects to it I'd want to comment on. But again, it's just easier to talk about with the whole series, and a later arc will give us the perfect opportunity to talk about th- uh, uh, Sanji in, in the context of like pretty much everything he's done that's relevant to the story. Um, but, so it's, like, I definitely want to talk about it, but, uh, aside from, like, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it within the context of this arc and what the story thus far, but, um, I, you know, I definitely want to come back to it later, because it's, I don't know, well, I think, like, this is basically going to be a video, but, um, like, I get, because what I'm mostly interested in doing it video-wise is, like, thematic analysis, like a more objective critique, um, it, like objective literary critique, which does exist, and I found a, a link for it that basically describes, like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I do and kind of want to do, where just, like, how I sort of, like, you know, focus on the context of the work itself and what it's doing on its own merits, like, and that involves, like, you know, suspending my personal, like, biases, which I'll definitely talk about later with Sanji, because I don't agree with certain aspects of it, but I also understand where it's coming from and what it's serv- in service to. So, um, but it's like, so it's like, with a quote, with like a feminist critique or a queer reading, like, that's a different kind of literary analysis. So, you know, it's like, so, you know, if if it's just purely on understanding the story, then I think, you know, the objective thematic formalist reading is more important. But if you're talking about a cultural reading, then yeah, that's uh, not the most important thing. So it's like, it just depends on what you're talking about, because like, I've, you know, so it's, you know, and what you care about the most. So, and I don't think either are necessarily more or less valuable than the others. Like, I personally mostly care about, like, this, especially with One Piece, my favorite thing, I'd rather, even if I don't agree with certain aspects to it, like, last time you were talking about how you, you're not even sure if you, uh, or agree or disagree with, like, o- the author's stance on, you know, weapons and stuff, but you thought the, the conflict was interesting with Frankie's flashback. That was more than last time, um, but yeah, so it's, like, yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just my sort of stance on analysis, I suppose. And I, I'll do a video talking on it. So, um, And I'll definitely do a video on Sanji, because he's uh, worth talking about, even though he's your least favorite. <laughs> and this arc, I don't imagine, helped. Um, I don't we'll know.
1: Even about. then, like, my straw hat rankings... Like, I know I said Sanji is my least favorite last time, but uh, I don't know. Like, I still see potential that... Because, like, I've seen some of the... I've seen some sentiments in the comments that, like... Oh, well, when you read One Piece the first time, then, yeah, all that stands out about Sanji is the, you oh, know, yes. that that attitude of his. But, like, when you reread it, then you're able to appreciate other parts. So, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not being fair to the guy.
0: Maybe. And, yeah, well, the other thing is, like, because, honestly, like, with certain aspects of One Piece, I'm, I'm still only coming to understand them, like, recently, like, having reread. Well, because it's, like, things are happening in the newest stuff. And I have to think about, like, okay, how did, like, uh, a good example is Luffy's is his, like, recklessness and his, like, abil- charging head into things. Um, like... Because you know there's stuff like that happening recently, so I need to think about like that in the context of the whole story, and I came to an interesting conclusion that uh, we're definitely going to talk about in the future when that recklessness, quote unquote, uh, gets challenged. I suppose is how I'd say, but even then, I like it's. Um, I guess to, to to spoil it, but I wouldn't even call it recklessness because I feel like recklessness implies it's a character flaw. Um, but we'll definitely talk more about Luffy's character. We'll talk more about Sanji's character. We're, we're, we're just over halfway done episode wise and, um, halfway done chapter wise. So uh, yeah, um, at least of what's been published so far and what we're reading. Um,
1: and I do kind of want to call attention to this cause I know in the podcast we did last night, I thought this was funny, but like we are just beyond the halfway point in the One Piece reading now, and Craftsdorf will still say things like, oh, well, Mathwiz hasn't actually read much One Piece, even though I'm, like, at the halfway <laughs> point of what's currently published. That's just because
0: there's so much it, damn One Piece there content. There is. There's still, like, fucking 45 volumes to go. That's that's a lot. Re- you know, yeah, that's, like, like a-
1: the length of... That's more than, like a lot of manga exactly like
0: i wouldn't pick so up a like 45 series lightly series right like i wouldn't even pick up a 30 volume series lightly but like and then we're, we're so we've read that much one piece and there's still that much to go like jesus fucking christ like let alone how i feel about trying to tackle no ipo or something or gintama like 70 plus volumes 100 plus volumes like fuck you know it really least...
1: puts everything in perspective because like i bought all that manga and <laughs> we we finally got down to the end of my uh, my pickup from That's a couple right. of months ago. yeah. You were and like, online. there's st- like, this is maybe half the series. Like by the time it's over, this is less than half of the series. Yeah. And I, I own 48 volumes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is like, it's not all published in English. So I don't even know how much you can get in the, cause you have the three in ones, which is cheaper. So it's good. But then, um, are you going to go with the three in ones till the end? Or are you going to break your collection and ruin it by getting different versions? Of the smaller volumes. I mean, the smaller volumes have the good the cool- the full covers, which are always nice, you know, because you get the- the cropped ones, but anyway, um, so yeah, I have one more thing to mention, um, this is more of a plug, and I just want to say, like, um, if you're interested in One Piece discussion especially, um, like, we have a- there, um, I would check out my Discord server only if you are caught up with One Piece, because we, like, that's the thing, is, like, we used to have a rule, like, only talk about One Piece in this channel. The, uh, we have, like, a One Piece dedicated channel, and then we're like, okay, now we got it to only talk about One Piece in this, these channels, because I get talked about, uh, it, it comes up a lot in this one, and now it's just, like, okay, if you haven't caught up with One Piece, like, just expect spoilers, like, anywhere, because, like, it, I can't enforce it, because, like, my, my most heart-dedicated fans have, you know, probably come to me from my Beyond Blood video, so it makes sense that so many of them are super into One Piece, so... Um, yeah, but I I would recommend checking out my Discord, um, I mean, it's obviously a biased source for this, uh, information, but it's probably one of the best places to discuss One Piece, because if you're, if you're not into power leveling, because powers, and power scaling, because no one here on my server really cares, um, but they do, like, they're mostly interested in, in understanding the story, you know, and that's cool, um, and then we also have, like, other discussions, like, we're doing, like, they're doing, like, uh, I'm not taking part in them, because I have no fucking time, but there's, like, a weekly Tezuka discussion where they're reading a few volumes of Blackjack every week, there's, like, a, a weekly, uh, Rumiko Takahashi discussion, now they started Inuyasha, um, they've been doing Gintama and My Hero Academia for a little while, so it's like, (laughs) they're talking about other stuff too, um, if you want to read stuff, and, you know, it's cool, um, so yeah, I'd recommend checking out my Discord server, um, I just thought I'd advertise it here because, um, I don't know, why not get a little, little bit bigger, um, so yeah, that is everything before the discussion I had to say, um...
1: But before we even get to discuss One Piece, we've got some other stuff to talk about.
0: Yep. Uh, wait, did you have more to talk about? or?
1: Well, no, I okay. meant...
0: Yeah, that, this, all this, right, okay. Um,
1: I was trying to set you up for a segue, you didn't take it, Craftsdorf. I was scared,
0: I thought there was more. I was like, okay, we well, can finally <laughs> talk about One Piece, and then you're like, I, you, you, you say something that might be inferred as introducing more stuff, and I'm like, oh god, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> um. All right. So, before... Well, actually, there is something we have to take before we get into the discussion. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, I did not reread it, but I made you read it. Well, I, I said I didn't even make you read it. You read it on your own volition. I just said... Re- so, um, Oda's one-shot collection, a Wanted. Um, I have not read it in a little while, um, but there was one specific one-shot that's uh, retroactively canon to the series as of this arc. Um, so, I don't know. What are your overall, th- overall thoughts on Wanted as a whole? Like... Um,
1: yeah, I figure. I know you said I only really needed to read monsters, but I was like, well, if I'm gonna read the one, I might as well read them all. Um, and a lot of it was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna lie, not gonna sugarcoat it. Um, I would say monsters was the mo- like. I, I feel like talking about romance dawn is kind of cheating because like it is, it was like a prototype for one piece,
0: um, or yeah. a pilot or whatever. Yeah. So it's like um, chapter one, and it's slightly, but slightly different, but different in a few ways. Um yeah
1: yeah so yeah the first three stories were really like bland and boring and reminded me of zombie powder which was <laughs> not good but then again like you know this was oda pre one actually there was a comment um after one of them where oda was like yeah i knew that i wanted to make a story about pirates but i knew it was gonna be way too big for a one shot so i figured i'd save that for serialization and so so, did. so um, it, it yeah. was interesting like looking at the the one shots with that knowledge that like oh but, like, he's got this big pirate story that he's just waiting on. Like, he knows it's this big magnum opus. Uh, yeah,
0: it'll go on for, like, five years, he thought <laughs> at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, yeah, um, uh, the first one was, like, a weird, like, a Western cowboy shoot up thing, and people died, which was surprising. The guy was like, oh, I, I shoot people, but it's self-defense. And that felt really weird, because, like, Oda doesn't... Oda typically avoids death in one piece, so I thought that was kind of interesting. But it was just a really boring story, in my opinion, which, I don't know. I mean, and also, like, uh, the art definitely, like, in, really in none of them, I don't, except maybe, like, Monsters was kind of starting to get there. It wasn't all that, like, super polished, which I know the one he said that, like, oh, I had, like, seven, I had to write these few pages in, like, a day or whatever, because I ended up in the hospital and I was coming up on a deadline. Which was interesting. Longer Man, um, authors haven't roved. But Yeah, I guess I don't have like a whole lot to say about the stories, other than that one of the characters in monsters comes back in yes. One Piece.
0: Yeah, right. Because um, I guess in case the well, cuz I mentioned it in the comments thing. last time. In case because it's like it's weird. It's like because it is like it's not required reading, but it definitely it's um, you know, it, it's introducing also introducing this island that uh, you know, um, you know, the the character mentions um, of Wano the the Wait. the um the
1: no. Okay. Did yeah, th- Did you hear any of that? Uh, no.
0: I did. Uh, I cut out. What did you say? I might. It might have been Discord. Um, being weird.
1: Well, what all did you hear?
0: <laughs> um, you were talking about. Yeah, you were mentioning uh, monsters and saying that. Yeah, it comes back, and uh, it, it, you know it's relevant to One Piece. And I started on that.
1: Oh. Okay. I just heard silence. So I was like, Oh God, what happened?
0: But yeah. Um. Yeah, Ryoba is a zombie boy. Um. Uh, and you know there there was a dragon in his country and. Moria went to that country, uh, g- robbed the body, and there we are, um, so, yeah, um, but let's actually, so, yeah, that, that was, um, so, yeah, I guess my thoughts on Wanted having not read it a while, like, I guess it was fine, um, the one with the monk, I don't remember, like, at all, like, I, I kind of remember what happened, but I remember that being probably the weakest one, um, the life note one with the, the thief guy, that one was, I, was might I don't know if that, I like that one more or not, but I remember finding it notable, um, but, yeah. Um, and, of course, the original, like, the... I forget if that's the first... Because there's actually two other versions of Romance Dawn. One with... Because uh, Sh- I, I think there was, like, the first version that had Shanks in it. And then the second version was he, like... he I, I guess he mentioned that he didn't want the audience to know about Shanks before the actual serialization, So he had uh, Luffy's grandfather instead. Who, of course, looks a lot like Garp. Um, and then... Yeah, um, which also actually works better, yeah, because now that, uh, well, that's why also why he had Garp wear the mask at first, because Garp, like, never wears his mask after that point, like, it was literally there to hide him from the audience, because people would have, like, hey, this looks, like, a lot like Luffy's grandfather from this other version of uh, Romance Dawn, so, yeah, um, so anyway, let's, uh, finally get into the discussion after, like, fucking <laughs> 20 minutes, fifteen twenty 20 minutes, um, I don't know how long, um, <laughs> what-
1: well, actually, I guess I, I, guess I do have one more quick thing to say about monsters before we get into the discussion. Uh-huh. It definitely felt like the most Oda of the the four one shots. Well, not counting Romance Dawn, I guess, um, because like it had the flashback in it, and it had the, uh, you know, yeah, the big. That's right. I also like how he had said like, "Oh, I just wanted to draw like a big two page spread of a dragon <laughs> getting slain or whatever," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, Kubo, <laughs> is this Kubo?"
0: Um, and also, like, obviously the main character looks a lot like Zoro, and the, even the yes. other guy has a, a few, like, Mi- Mihawk design parallels, almost, so, uh, Justin just sort of had his general, like, aesthetic, I suppose, made me think a little bit of Mihawk, so it's like, you see, there's some fingerprints of One Piece there, too, even though, it, um, yeah, so, but anyway, um, finally getting started on the reading, so, the Straw have set sail from Water 7 in their new ship, the Thousand Sunny. Um, they're dicking around with its, uh, its, uh, wonders, like, Nami's in the bath, the, the aquarium. Everyone's just, like, enjoying the ship. It's cool. Um, they find a mysterious, uh, barrel in the sea, an offering to a god. I like the, like, jabs back and forth. Like, uh, Zoro's like, I pray to no god. And then, like, Luffy's like, hey, I'm gonna have a snack, god. And <laughs> basically, they're referencing Skypea and it's fun, because they already beat up god. <laughs> <laughs> um, way anyway, to end up in the Florian triangle. Um, so you might not have caught the uh, onto this uh, first um, because you wouldn't have known the whole like what's what's happening in the Florian tri- triangle but rereading it but I, I like these how the, the the rumors around Brooke and Moria have sort of mixed together like so there's a lo- living skeleton that's there but also there's disappearing ships. so it's like it's like built up in a way that when we see oh. the, go- the ghost ship the spooky ghost ship, and now we're like, oh, so it's implied that maybe this is the reason that uh, the ships are disappearing. So the, all the characters are like, oh, fuck. Except Robin, like, uh, in the big panel, they're like, oh ship. And Robin just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Robin just never emotes, like, over the top at this point still. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just building up uh, the Brook ship in a, in a, you know, different way. Which I guess leads... See, this was real... I remember the reaction to this was really good. Um, reading this weekly, because, like, you have, like, the fucking... is uh, Lobby and Water 7, where, like, Usopp and Robin leave the crew, Frankie joins, so it's, like, this whole big, tumultuous thing, and then, like, the first chapter of the next arc, hey, hey, you wanna join my crew? Sure! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 it's just... <laughs> yeah, um. I was
1: kind of surprised with how quickly that happened, because, like, obviously... I mean, spoilers for the rest of this podcast, I guess, but Brooke joins the crew. Right, right. Big, big surprise. And um, you, you knew about see, that before, even, because yes. like,
0: you don't see a skeleton, like, with the main characters, and you, you don't just forget that, okay? Like, you you know? Yeah. Just... <laughs> so so um... I, th-
1: I thought it was really interesting that, like, it, like Brooke just appears, like, immediately, <laughs> especially, like, after the big, you know, we had the big Water 7 saga, and then, like, Hel- hello, can I join the crew? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, it was... I don't know, th- this arc was interesting in that, um... Okay, uh, my internet fucking
0: died. <laughs> we're back. Um, I don't know what we were talking about because it, like, it died for, like, a good, like, 20-plus minutes? Um, give or take. Like, felt like a while. I remember yeah, it, it, you were it, it,
1: talking about, like, how the... Like, the, uh, Moria and the ship the were rumors. tied together, the Skelly. Yes,
0: yes, the, um yeah, and how the rumors kind of got mixed together regard. So, well, because, like, overall, like, there's just Oda playing around with the audience's expectations, I think, because, like, you know, he uses the rumor to both foreshadow what's actually happening and then, um, make it make, you know, the characters have a a, a negative reaction to him, but then, like, it's just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I'll just join. So it's like, wait, what? So, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I already know exactly what to expect, but it's good. And I like how, like, even though Luffy's accepted him into the crew, like, everyone else is just kind of like, uh, no, what the fuck, Luffy? <laughs> like, oh, man. So, yeah, they bring him onto the ship, and they get to learn a bit more about him, like, how he, how he uh, was, is a skeleton. You know, he's got a double fruit that revived him from, uh, death, but, uh, yeah, he couldn't find his ship. And then, um, I will
1: say, um... <laughs> Just going off, because, like, I know I we've talked about how, like, the Straw Hats, when they, like, they'll get a flashback, and then, like, after that, it's more, like, what is their base personality, and, like, that's kind of what carries them through, um, and I feel like Brooke is probably gonna end up being one of my favorite members of the Straw Hats.
0: That's cool, because he's, like, well, because, yeah, he's got the, he's very much that, like, we talked about a bit with uh, Orihime back in Bleach, but he's, like... The character who's gone through some shit and is, like, really goofy to sort as, like, a coping mechanism. Because, holy shit, Brooke is a dark fucking character when you think about it. Like, he's legitimately, like, considered suicide because, like, he's had a hard fucking life, okay? Fifty fucking years in just on a boat in the ocean. He can't steer the boat. He can't leave this foggy shithole. He's just, like, there. And, like, and then, like, the first, like, well, because okay, there's a bit of a thing where he says, like, he hasn't, uh, when he first meets the Luffy, Nami, and Sanji, he says that, like, oh, I haven't seen people in decades, but, uh, that does it turn out to be true, considering he has seen at least Hogback as far as people go, other than that, zombies, so it's, like, um, so it's not, I don't, I don't know, that, that was weird, like, rereading it and be like, hey, wait, that's not exactly Maybe true. he
1: meant, like, humans? Was Hogback well, ho- a human? Ho- Hogback,
0: hog ba- that's, okay. <laughs> All, the, ca- all the, the main, like, villains of Thriller Bark that aren't zombies are human. Even Moria. Even though he's, like, this fucking, like, really tall. He's got, like, fangs, horns. Um, I think if you look at the volume color, color, cover, he's even got, like, pale skin. But he's human. Like, it, which I think just goes to show how much vari- variety humans can have. And, like, later on we'll see, like, like, Kuma is also human and he's just as big. Um, and I, I don't know if they've been introduced yet, but there are, like, other characters who are humans who just have horns or have sharp teeth. He just happens to have, like, all the weird traits. He's big, he's got, like, <laughs> it's it's just, uh, it, like, Oda's designs have just gone, like, okay, uh, yeah, uh, like, uh, if they weren't, like, going far enough last time, now he's just, like, yeah, make him as crazy as possible. <laughs> um, like, even Brook, he's, like, he just happens to be really tall, like he's he's taller than a normal human, you know. So that's uh, um aside even aside from being a skeleton, so and like comparing like the the, the straw hats up to like Chopper have just been like pretty normal humans uh, looking, you know. And Robin, Frankie's been like was pretty weird, and yeah, too though, so. Um, but yeah, like, just so, you know, Brooks like, really goofy and shit, but, like, he had, like, we saw him on the ship alone, like, doing gags to himself because, like, it was the only thing that kept him fucking sane. Like, goddamn, this poor dude. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. But, like, but, but yeah, we also sets up the central, like, thing. He doesn't have his shadow, which is basically his soul, and he, um, you know, so he can't exist in the sunlight, um... And he does leave the ship as they encounter Thriller Bark, which I'm, like, 9% sure is supposed to be Thriller Park. But uh, he just, like, he romanized it. He actually, I'm pretty sure at some point he has the B written. So they everyone just accepted it. um, cause, um But, he, I don't know, J- 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 Japanese to English can be weird sometimes. Because it's like, he is a Japanese, I don't know, I don't know how uh, good Hoda's grasp of English is. Probably not amazing. Uh, so maybe it is supposed to be Thriller Park. But, I don't know, Thriller Bark kind of maybe maybe i'm just used to it from for like over a decade of knowing that term so i don't know
1: i do like how this stuff is like woven together like you get the the setup for the arc which you don't i mean at the time you don't really know um but like see i here's what i was trying to say before the internet cut out um this arc is sort of interesting i wouldn't say that it like goes against oda's normal style but i don't know the way this all just kind of like I don't know how to describe it, but the way it all comes together, like, you get the, I don't know, the way Brooke just kind of shows up and, like, again, because, like, um, uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I didn't know where well, I was going with that. I but guess... something about this arc just feels different. I guess maybe, maybe I'll be able to place it better later. It's like,
0: like, Brooke, he, he's introduced and he explains some things, but he leaves a lot of, like, mysteries. Like, and so it, it's not like... Like, there, and and things do unfold at, like, we figure out what's going on. Like, uh, hogback or there's the, the one v- uh, bat zombie dude who's, like, you know, he's, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, there's nothing weird about this island. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff that just happens without full explanation at first, and it sort of, like, unfolds as the arc goes on. So, that's kind of different, and, like, like compare it to Frankie. Like, there's definitely, a, like, kind of what's going on thing, but it's, like, you're just kind of waiting for it to happen, while with this arc the what's going on, we don't know, but it's constantly yeah, I, harassing the characters. Like, the, we don't know what the deal with the zombies is, but they're attacking the... Well, how the fuck are there zombies in this setting? Um, like, see, we can't that, that, stop the, you, yeah. Or, or you, that. Yeah. You
1: said something there that kind of caught my attention, which, you know, I had kind of said with Water 7, like, I could tell who the players were, and I was just kind of waiting for Oda to do his thing. Whereas here, I didn't feel like I had to wait for things to happen. Like, things just were happening while also things were... Yeah. Like, future things are being set up. Right, I right, guess. so, like
0: like, like... like, it throws like a, you
1: it throws you right into the conflict, I guess, because, like, some of the characters yeah. get separated and just Without, things happen kind of right away while also still not really happening.
0: Yeah, like like, like I said, the mystery is affecting the characters. They don't know what's happening, but they have to deal with it. Like, uh, we see Absalom attacking the crew. Like, he, he's just fucking around. He's uh, stretching Luffy's face. He's sexually harassing Robin. He's being a dick. Like, but we don't know it's Absalom with his invisibility fruit until way later, so, like... Whereas, like, again, compared to Water 7, like, nothing happened that we didn't, like, understand. Like, okay, Robin was working with government goons. We didn't know who they were, but, like, we knew, kind of had a grasp of what was going on. Uh, You know, Usopp leaves the crew. Uh, Like, uh, the Aqualagan is coming. Like, I can't think of anything that didn't feel, like that wasn't just, like, you know, okay, that makes sense. But this is, like, okay, what the fuck is going on (laughs) at first? So it definitely feels different, I would say. Like, I I agree, basically. Um, And it's cool but but all arcs are the same all one piece arcs are exactly the same <laughs> yeah because luffy goes to the island and he helps people and then he beats the bad guy and that's that's it all 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 one piece arcs are the same and i mean that's not wrong in this case but it's still just reductive so but yeah um they get caught in a web um oh before Rook, we get to that oh, moment oh, so go no, ahead, go though
1: ahead. i know that there is a, a point which i don't i don't know what people think of it i just remember best guy ever brought it up in a video one time how um when they get, when they see the island and uh, Brooke jumps off the ship and is light enough to run on water, despite being a Devil Fruit user, which, like, I don't know, I just think it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, okay, because I think he's explained this in the SBS, but here's how Devil Fruit, like, weaknesses work. Because, yeah, they're vulnerable to water if they are half submerged in water. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Luffy, yeah, Luffy can fight in yeah, water. he explained that in Water 7, yes. I think. Yes, exactly. yeah, it's def- or in the in the SBS I think at one point. Well, because he also talked about it with Crocodile because like Crocodile has a specific weakness to water. Like let's put it this way: if Luffy was attacked while he was taking a shower, he could fight back because the shower water just runs off of him, so he's not in danger. But Crocodile, his wit- fruit, he like he can't turn into sand because he's covered in water, so he's actually at a dis- like he's at a different disadvantage. It's not because it's water. Or because he's a devil fruit user, it's because of his specific devil fruit. So it's like with Brook, like his feet, he can touch his feet against the water, like it it doesn't hurt him. Like it's not like poison; it's just water. <laughs> Unless he's half submerged, in that case, he's in danger because he will sink. Um, but um,
1: but I do I do think it's kind of funny because like bones aren't that light, but this is One Piece, so who cares? Yeah, it's, it works. And
0: even then, there's like he he go like there's uh Brook falls uh, from the sky at one point. Uh, and he, like, leaves, like, a j- big, like, uh, Looney Tunes imprint in the ground, but, like, even though he's supposed to be light, like, that doesn't, it's, it's not consistent, but it looks funny, I guess, so, um, I don't have a problem with it, because it's just, like, you know, he set up the thing, like, it's fine, um, and, uh, well, it even, and it does sort of, like, factor into what Luchi was saying before about how, like, falling into the water isn't really a problem if you're a Devil Fruit user, um, so yeah, and Brooks has an even easier time of not following, falling into the water. Like most people won't, so it's not it's not a major weakness. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Absalom attacks the ship. Um, did you have any like thoughts on that when it was happening? Cause uh, you didn't even know about it. So um, like I'm kind I'm kind of curious as to how you think, cause like I didn't have much to say about these earlier pa- chapters because I already knew what was happening. But uh, for you, the experience going through would have been a bit different, I imagine. So, but i was well, wondering if you well had-
1: I know that we're we're a little late for this to be a Halloween episode yes, but um, I forgot to mention I was I was I started reading this on Halloween um <laughs> Perfect. so you know maybe it was just fitting maybe I'm a little biased towards like the atmosphere of this arc but I really <laughs> did like the sort of like the spookiness and the mystery of it so these earlier chapters were it's just see, like like we said like there are things like things are just happening but we don't really know what's happening so like the the Invisible Man, that'll keep being an issue for another few, like, another dozen or so chapters or whatever chapters, before yeah. it's actually revealed what's going on. Right. And there are other little things like that, which I think is pretty cool. Also, there's a, there's a part where in the new ship
0: that Frankie built, there's there's a Mini-Mary. Yeah, Mini-Mary. And they get so excited that they crash and fall into a ditch to the fucking idiots. <laughs> and nami's like you'll forgive me because I'm cute, right? <laughs> like <laughs> she's and she is cute, but uh <laughs> also I want to say cuz nami changes outfits like several t- like she's got four outfits in this one arc and they're all pretty good. Like I think my favorite is the uh the 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 one with the skull the skull shirt that she had during the oris fight after she changed out of the wedding dress, but yes. like I don't know. I just want to specify that like is she cuz I feel like because Water7, she had, and, and his Lobby, she had like three outfits, but that arc was like considered noted, like those two arcs were considerably longer than Thriller Bark. So it's like, it's just a high density of co- of outfit changes, this arc, is what I wanted to point out. Um,
1: yeah, that is kind of interesting. Um, that like Nami just seems to be the character who gets mo- most of the outfit changes. Like, not all the time, because like Usopp got a different yeah, costume even Usopp, here. Yeah, Ro-
0: uh, Usopp, Robin, does, Frankie has a different shirt. Uh, Zoro Sanji and Luffy are basically wearing the same stuff um well actually if you um luffy is wearing an orange vest and red pants and st- like he's he's just a palette swap which doesn't show up in manga <laughs> like yeah
2: because
0: <laughs> that's the thing it- like because even in any lobby um and there there are some later costume changes um he, he he just changes the color of what he's wearing basically so it's not it's like okay sure i guess it's different clothes um <laughs> yeah, but like Usopp had a much more notable like costume change. Even Chopper got a, is wearing a cross, so it's like yeah, everyone changes costumes, but Nami has definitely done so the most, you know. Um,
1: one so, thing yeah. I noticed on my little three and one here, I don't know if it would be the same on any one of the other volumes you would have, but I noticed that like on the volume covers, he's got the orange, the orange vest, yeah, orange vest and the red in the red pants. But then yes. like on the side, he's got a red vest and orange pants, which. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's weird (laughs) because um like looking at mine is they're pretty his clothes are consistent at least on the front of the volumes for like the rest of the arc so like i'm looking at volume he's on he's wearing that outfit on the cover of 48 49 and 50 and he's still got orange vest and red pants so i don't know what the sidebar thing maybe it's a yeah i don't know i don't know
1: yeah i don't know if maybe it's just the three and ones have a different little side what what do they call this the fucking Uh, i don't i don't know I don't know. Spine, it's not important. The spine, the spine. Yeah, the spine.
0: The there you go. So, um yes, I don't read a lot, so I don't know the book through the name, the book parts, the anatomy of a book. Um so anyway, um so yeah, they got the Minimary. Uh they fell. Like and one thing, it, it comes up more later than now, but I love how the weekling trio and the the 600 million berry uh group have like completely different reactions to the exact same things. Like it, yes. it's just it's so fun seeing like, 'cause they're like they see the Cerberus and they just lose their shit. That like, they, one of the heads is a fox and then they're running away and then they they run into zombies and they're fighting them and they get attacked and it's like, holy shit, what we're, we're gonna get bit and turned into zombies? And then the other strats come by and they just don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, I really they're... like how Oda
1: handled the the stakes in this arc through like separating the cast like you do have the three weaker members go in first so like everything can feel intense and whatnot and spooky because because they're the weaker characters they can't defend themselves as well but then like the other guys come in and everything just gets wrecked because like (laughs) we've already we've already seen the spookiness we know it's spooky we know what's there uh and now it's just all it gets destroyed
0: Yes, and I also want to, like, because I've heard someone say that, like, just a fan, I forget where, but, like, that that, that they actually find, maybe it was even in the comments, but they find this arc funnier, like, it's their their favorite arc in the series, gags-wise, and I still think I prefer Davy Backfight, but this one does have a lot of good gags, like, the zombies are just really fucking goofy, like, both times, like, they're like, um, like, they're like, oh, zombies are slow, so they can't, and then they're, like, sprinting after them, but they have low endurance, so they get they get tired quickly. And then the gag where Luffy pushes the zombie back yes! into the ground. That's
1: easily, like, one of the best gags in One Piece. You know, I might actually agree, this might be the funniest arc, I think. Maybe. That's
0: fine, yeah. Th- no, there's a lot of good stuff. It's good. Like, and then, like, okay, I'm, I'm skipping ahead to specify a gag, but, like, Sindri has her thing with no plates, and I love how, like, she just drops pudding on the table and they just, like, eat it, like, without hands, Just, like, (laughs) licking it off the table like fucking animals. And they're having, like, a serious conversation with their heads bent over the table as they're licking the table with the pudding off the table. Like, what the fuck? It's so good. It is really good humor wise.
1: <laughs> I also like the the negative the negative hollows or whatever they are <laughs> if I I, we're die, jumping I all around now but like how they'll just make people
0: depressed. <laughs> I want to be reborn as a clam. <laughs> like, <laughs> and of course it, that comes back in a really great way later, uh, but we'll save that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this this arcs really good.
0: Oh uh, man. Like yeah, I think well, I, I
1: think it's amazing that like we're coming off of Water 7 which was this gigantic like 150 60 chapter like epic so like i was expecting this to be kind of like the cool like what what davy back fight was for skypea like i was expecting this to be more of like a cool down like things would it, the mm-hmm. stakes would be lower that was not the case but still like it, it works like the humor really helps i think uh yeah
0: it, it adds to the levity without it being lower in stakes yeah so yeah i see what you what, what you mean there um So it's like, it's still like, especially the first part is definitely lighter hearted. Um, Like, even though, like, even though, like, I I love the line when, like, Brooke is explaining his backstory, and they're, like, and he, like, laughs, and I think Sanji's, like, why are you so cheery? Your life sucks! And I'm just, like, yeah. Like, so, you know, even though it's, like, it is this, like, spooky, like, these are zombies, dead people, who've been stitched up together and reanimated, you know, Brooke has a fucking rough life, but it's still, like, lots, so much humor, and it it somehow works, because it's One Piece, and... Oh, it is good with, like, I don't know, some people find it too goofy, you know, that's fine, Um, but I think it works, I think he's really good at managing tone, like, I don't think the humor detracts from the serious parts, because there are some of those later, Um, especially during the climax and stuff, Um, so yeah, it's, One Piece is good, (laughs) but, um. No, I like how
1: this three-headed dog shows up, but it's like, oh, one of the heads is a fox, and it's just like, this reaction panel.
0: yeah it gets so, like and then it chases them in anger um oh, oh and
1: then there's also the one line when like the when the gang shows up and sanji's like you know this cerberus would have been better in hell or whatever and it's just <laughs> better like better off in hell
0: <laughs> because
1: yeah. like or, the the crew the 600 million buried group ah
0: <laughs> they just wreck um but yeah we're not yeah, quite no it yet. was probably we're, safer in
1: hell that was the oh you know, that
0: was yes um so yeah um so his, anyway.
1: this crew is great
0: yes but anyway so yeah the the weakling trio they uh chopper starts to gush over Hogback, who you know is a great doctor um you know put, actually i think he's even like the best surgeon in the world or maybe i, mean, I don't know if they said that but but he's definitely great uh at, like a great doctor so chopper admires him they do eventually reach the mansion after a, a series of uh, spooky hijinks with the uh, zombies yeah, it, it is a shame that we weren't able to record this on Halloween, um, but because of scheduling things, and obviously Water 7 was a long, so, um, but it's still... Yeah, it, we're close enough.
1: Fuck it. But then I wouldn't have been able to read bits of it on Halloween, and it would have been less spooky for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, they do get to the mansion. We're introduced to the zombie Sindri, who, like, uh, Hogback gives her backstory, which is... Um, I think, the, I think it's true, but of the Shadow, like, of the owner of the Shadow, and not... Cinder, uh, obviously, it's not true of Cinder herself, like, because um, it obviously, like, connects to her um, personality. Well, because it's, like... Because the Shadows are basically souls, and I definitely think, like, when that gets explored, especially during uh, Chopper and Hogback's fight later, like... Um, like I obviously we're dealing with some like fantasy stuff but um i like like because the Otis said he's not religious but he, at the same time there this arc does deal with some like spiritual aspects so, with that stuff but um so but we'll touch on that later I and also
1: what i like with uh because you did say you did say that you know the backstories were kind of mixed like it's not untrue but it's just of the shadow um and also right. by like introducing this character like it continues to further that mystery which like Wait, what is it? What is the, what is the element that Sindri specifically? Uh, was it the shadow part? Like, ah, I I had it before we started recording. Um, she like like different elements that are in like as they're introduced, they are also foreshadowing future things. Okay, Not so like, like Sindri, a, like, she did a, something, and I can't remember the specific
0: thing I was gonna point out. Ugh, because I mean, like, yeah, there's the plate thing. She's a zombie. Uh, then we later find out about the actress. Um hmm
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. it's it's because the fact that like there there is like a dead like there's the dead body that's i don't know like how she was dead so like we're like they they see the room with her and they're like wait what's going on here so it's like obviously it all gets explained later but like this is more of like the mystery like giving us the clues so like if if you're into the trying to figure things out beforehand especially like if this would have been coming out weekly like i could picture people trying to Piece together the mysteries of like what what's going on.
0: Yeah, see, I don't actually remember that much because I didn't um, engage in the theories and stuff. But uh, yeah, that now that you mentioned it, this one probably would have been fun um, for that. And I also noticed that the backstory um, it, it it ties into the one of the big themes of the arc, um, sort of like uh, dealing with grief a bit, where especially with Moria and Brooke, but also Sindri, where she you know she, or the the original owner of the shadow like couldn't handle the the loss of the like it wasn't a death so speak but it was definitely like you know she was engaged it didn't work and yeah she got pissed so um but but we actually see that when we see the the, the owner of the shadow later um marker or no what was the name i wrote it down um yeah we see her later when she gets the shadow back and she's she's better now like things are okay like 10 years wasn't enough she just needed some time to, to recover it's cool um so yeah but yeah, like, one thing I do like is, like, there is a mystery element to here, to the arc, but at the same time, the characters, like, like, uh, especially, like, Nami, she's like, uh, she's talking about it in the bath, and it's like, yeah, this is obviously suspicious, Hogback totally has a connection to the zombies, like, it's fucking obvious, like, she doesn't, she knows, like, she doesn't know, have evidence, obviously, but she's just like, yeah, we're we're not staying, fuck that, like, it's just, uh, um, what, what was I gonna say, uh, like the characters are pretty aware of what's going on, like so. There's a mystery element, but they're they're not like being tricked. Like they know it's fucking shady, but they don't have much choice. So yeah, it's it's cool.
1: Now I had also been thinking about this a little bit while I was reading. Um, I know you had talked about how like Chopper hadn't had the chapter, like the chapter titled like you know when the new member joins the crew. Yes. So you had thought that like maybe Oda was going to have him leave the crew at one point, but then decided not to do that, or maybe just hasn't done it yet, uh, if mm-hmm. there would still be a reason. Um, and so I was kind of, like, wondering, looking at this arc, because Chopper does kind of gravitate yeah. towards Dr. Hogback, so, like, there's a little... Like, this is... I don't know if I'd call this a Chopper arc, but, like, there's a little gets, bit of focus he, on Chopper. He,
0: he gets more moments there, there here than he's had in, like, other arcs. Like, I can't think of anything in, like, Alabasta. Like, Skype even had the GetoSu fight, and I'd still say that this Hogback stuff was more important than that. Um, so it's, like, this is some of his most important character moments since Drum, like, um, not that he hasn't had other ones, but this is definitely, like, quote-unquote, more of Chopper's arc than it is of, like, like, what did, like, I mean, a lot of characters get timeless t- 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 moments, too, so it's hard to even say that, but, um, but, yeah, it's cool, um. Because it does make it, me
1: wonder, like, if, you know, if Oda was gonna do that thing, would this have maybe have been, like, part of the original plans for Thriller Bark, like, maybe Chopper somehow gets... On their side to like I don't know learn about yeah. research or whatever but then changes his mind I don't know like again but, I'm just speculating it doesn't really add anything I guess but
0: yeah um pro- like that's definitely interesting but uh, to consider but it, it's hard to say so exactly what he had in mind um so yeah um yeah they ask about the oh yeah so we do find out like Hogback's interested in immortality and the zombies are related to or you know he's so he's investigating the zombies because he wants <laughs> right so um. And, of course, this does factor into, like, their respective ideologies and their conflict later. Um, But overall, like, yeah, they just talk. uh, They get the rest. Uh, Nami gets attacked in the bath by Absalom. Um, Not sure if I had anything specific to say about that yet. Um, But it happened. Oh, yeah. But so, anyway, the other Straw Hats go in. And, they, like, that, like, they, we already talked about it a bit, but they have, like, the opposite reaction, or, not the opposite reactions, but they're completely unique ones, and, because they're stronger, they just don't give a fuck. Um, and Luffy tries to tame the three-headed beast. <laughs> he's like, stay, and then he gets bitten, and then he punches it, and he's like, stay, <laughs> and it's just, like, fucking on the ground, just dead, like, <laughs> Luffy tamed it. Um, but, yeah, um... Anyway, the the trio gets attacked by the the surprise zombies in the mansion, and they find the the Sindri, uh, the portrait's uh, Hogback's room. Um, uh, Sindri was his waifu, apparently, except real and not 2D. Well, she's 2D to us, but not to him. Um, And then, yeah, as if there wasn't... Then They pretty much start drawing the line between uh, Hogback and the zombies. Um... Oh, yeah, here's the negative ghosts that we were talking about earlier, because, yeah, it is funny the way they just ruin, like... Well, because especially I like when Zoro, because he's just like, man, you guys are pathetic. You don't have enough willpower. <laughs> These ghosts are making a fool out of you. And then he gets hit by the ghost. He's like, I'm sorry I was born. <laughs> like <laughs> 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 Fucking Zoro. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's really funny also that, like, I don't know, like, I really... <laughs> I had really liked this joke, and then like immediately after is the one I brought up earlier, or yeah, no, so the, Lu- yeah, the one about the... Luffy putting the zombie in the ground. It's like <laughs> literally like two pages over, and it's just like, wow, there's like so many back-to-back, like the density of these
0: gags, yeah. um, I didn't mention it earlier, but one that didn't work for me because like Usopp farted back with, like, which, it was like a plot-relevant fart. Um, uh, because it, 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 uh, covered up the scent of Absalom, so Chopper didn't notice immediately, and I am just like, I don't know, farts are just not a gag I normally like, Is but, like, uh, they sometimes show up, especially in children's media, because I guess kids find farts funny, so writers put them in, or whatever, and I'm just like, there's, there's a, there's a there's a downside to watching, like, tokusatsu and reading shonen manga, because sometimes farts happen, and I'm not a fan, uh, I just thought I'd bring that up, um. But yeah, uh, they fight the zombies, uh, easily cut through them because they're the strong straw hats. Um, oh, I like how, like, the zombies are, like, uh, being, like, pressed for information and they, they, they reveal that they attacked them and then, like, they leave the zombies re-buried in the ground, like, upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wrecked. So yeah, then, um... Uh, old man shows up. Uh, Luffy thinks... I love how everyone thinks he's a zombie just because he's an old man with severe injuries. And, uh... And which is what also what they call some of the zombies. And he explains that, uh... You know, they've all lost their shadows to Moria, Who is one of the warlords of the sea. But um so They're dealing with a big shot. Um... So I think up to this point, Crocodile lost his position. Um then I think we know about Jinbei but we haven't seen him I think there's one other unnamed warlord so then um because then there's Moria, Kuma, Doflamingo, and Mihawk as the other four so we have almost got all the seven warlords (laughs) almost um and of course there is a there the, the crocodile was in fact replaced as we find out um so yeah so yeah um I like how Frankie like because he hears the story about like oh i want to i want to walk in the sun once more before i die and frankie frankie just gets connected to to all these emotional stories because <laughs> he's, he's such a dork like and of course later with Brooke too like he didn't even know laboon and he's still like oh no i i love the, i love you skeleton bro skeleton bro um, so frankie's fun and of course he's you know, it's neat to see him he's just a crew member now it's cool He's no longer of the Frankie family, and because he joined, so it's that. it's neat to see them, you know, start to be part of the crew um, after all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny that Frankie was the one I didn't recognize, but now that he's like actually in the crew, I'm like, oh yeah, he fits right in. Like, I, this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna go well.
0: Yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, the the trio snooping around, they run into Ryuma, the samurai zombie. Um, oh, and then we get a. Uh, uh, glimpses of the other the, the leaders of um, Moria's crew. Um, we see Moria himself uh, lying sleeping. We see like per- silhouettes of Prona and Absalom. And then we get the full views of everyone but Moria. Uh, Moria who has Moria has like grounded teeth at this point but later on he changes it to sharp teeth uh so he looks really weird uh, to me early on because of the round teeth. I don't know, so so I understand why he changed it. Because, like, I'm trying to imagine regular Moria with sharp, with rounded teeth instead of sharp teeth, and it just does not work in my brain. <laughs> the sharp teeth, like, complete the look, and and, and so seeing him with the round teeth is kind of weird. <laughs> but, yeah, the the, mon- the the monster straw hats reach the mansion, and I need to get my next volume. <laughs> oh, we're getting to the end of where you have your physical volumes. Oh, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Have you been saving panels like uh you used to or
1: I will definitely be doing that in the okay. future.
0: Yeah, cuz how did you read it? Like do, were you reading the official scans? Did you get No, yeah, somewhere? it's
1: it's still the official scans. It's just online now and All not right.
0: Yeah, let me, let me know if you can't find them, because I'd rather stick to the official one. Like, there's a, there are some decent translations, but the f- official one is the, just the most consistent, and it's obviously consistent with what we've read so far. Like, Yeah, no, I I'm, would
1: rather not read, like, 500 chapters of manga stream no, translations. No, no,
0: even just the fucking, like, 50 or so we had for Bleach was just, like, immediate, like night and fucking day, like, oh, yeah, uh, Kenbachi's gonna rape those fuckers. Yeah, that's what I want. Fuck you, manga stream. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, hmm. What's... There's gotta be a good fan translation for Naruto, because even the Viz one is kinda fucked there. Um, but anyway. Um, so yeah, Ryuma takes out the trio. Um, the other guys come in and wreck the surprise zombies, who were not very surprising to them. (laughs) There What was it? The surprise zombies got surprised. Um. Oh yeah, Absalom awakens the general zombies. The zombie generals. Oh yeah, the cover story. Um... Did it end this arc? I don't remember. Yes, it did. Okay, yeah. So, um, Anaru, um... Can we just talk he... about how, like, even the... Co-
1: like, now even the cover arcs are having flashbacks.
0: <laughs> That's right, because... Uh, so, yeah, to summarize... To do what I... Um, I think I... Yeah, I summarized works last time. So, to summarize the Enaru one, um... He, he, he went to Endless Vars, which was the moon. Um, he ran into Space Pirates... Because those are, like, who are, like, um, rodent people. Because those are a thing, apparently. And, it, like, so... And then there's these robots called the Spaceys, the little midget guys. Um, they were built by this guy who saw an explosion on the moon and died of a heart attack. Uh, the explosion was caused by space spa- pirates. They went there. They got wrecked. And Aru saw them, like, min- I think they were mining on the moon. And, and uh, he was, you know, pissed off that they were, uh, you know... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, corrupting the endless virus, so he just started fucking shit up, and then he found out that, uh, he found, there's like a, a carving that the sky people came from the moon, um, like the, the winged, there's like one that's like Shandians, and one that's like Skypeans and then one that's, I think they have a slightly different wing, that they're the Bil- Bilkins, I think, um, so, see, so yeah, and then now he has an army of space people, and, uh, the moon, he's on the moon, and king of the moon now, um, <laughs> So anyway yeah, one day
1: was... one piece will return to space and he'll be waiting. Yes,
0: it turns out Raftel was in space the whole time. It's time for one piece in space um, anyway um, so yeah, um oh yeah, we get introduced to Lola, the warthog zombie who's in love with Absalom, and she goes off to kill Nami because Absalom's in love with Nami. Oh yeah, and we start getting introduced to like zombies with because like Sanji got captured, so we get introduced to like Dogpen who's, uh, got Sanji's shadow and his personality. Yeah, and see, now there's, like, a lot of action because they're fighting their way through the je- zombie generals. But, yeah, even the monster trio gets caught. Um... See, there's a lot of happen... See, now we're in, like, the there's a shitload happening, so I'm trying to, like, okay, what do we talk about? Because I don't even think I had that much to say because it is just kind of things happening for setting up for later stuff, you know? Like, because Luffy getting captured and having his shadow implanted into auras is super important, but, like, yep, it-, it sure is a thing that happens. Um...
1: I think one thing that was also kind of interesting about this arc that maybe sort of separates it from some of the other ones is that the first three people to be targeted are, you know, the the monster trio. Like, Sanji disappears at one and then Zoro, and then Luffy gets captured. And, like, there's even a point where, like, Nami and Usopp and Chopper are like, why is it that the three strongest are the ones (laughs) who get captured?
0: Right. So even when even so even yeah, Frankie and Robin are alone and they're pretty strong, but they're not monsters. So they have to deal with uh, Taleron on on their own. Um, and and it's cool to see you know the all the because t- this arc has a lot of like team up attacks, especially during the Oars fight. So it's neat to see you know the Straw Hats are unified, so they're working together well too, and it's cool. Um, and Robin like Robin's got her wings and uh, she, they, they, like <laughs> like I love the bit where um, they like. Uh, she, uh, Frankie like uh, uh uh uses stretches his arm and like he runs into the wall, but Robin's fine because she jumped off of him.
2: <laughs> like, yeah,
0: very rude, Robin. Um, and of course Brooke falls in. So oh yeah, uh, Lola attacks Nami and they get along really quickly because Nami insists that she is a man and Chopper's like, oh my god, I don't, I didn't even know. Chopper, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's so gullible, oh yeah, so the the trio sneaks into um kumasi, I think yeah they 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 went with the Japanese name, so which is fine, um, I've heard alternate translations as bearsy because he's it's it's, it's kuma means bear, so he's bear either one's fine, I, I don't know i have talked about names before, um,
1: see what was kind of interesting is how that uh there was the you know the joke with Kumasi that like, oh, don't talk <laughs> your 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 voice isn't <laughs> cute or whatever um and so like then that becomes a plot point like now they're hiding inside the bear and the bear tra- won't the oh. bear can't talk because <laughs> every time he allowed. tries to
0: explain that he's got fucking intruders inside of him perona's just like "Bearsy kumasi just shut up <laughs> and
1: then perona's like wait you were you were hiding the straw hats
0: why didn't you say something earlier? here and like kumasi gets no fucking respect very sad
1: I also like the little bit, um, a little before that, because I was kind of falling behind. Um, where, uh, Absalom tries to like take, tries to like kidnap Nami, and then she uses her like thunder charge, and then he's like, th- this feeling, it's like I've been struck by lightning. Is this love?
0: Yeah. See, well, because like obviously he's supposed to be like contrasted with Sanji. Yeah. Um, and as as we see during their fight, um, and I will discuss that. That's pretty important. But, like, that, that's a very Sanji line. Like, that one specifically is very something Sanji would say. Um, I just so Now that you mentioned that, I thought about that. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, Brooke comes up to save Robin and Frankie when they're in trouble. Um, oh, and, and,
1: yeah, Absalom, he he attacks the the penguin dude, which is Sanji. And then they oh, end right. up having a fight later, so it's foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> that's right. You're right. I didn't think about that. Um, I, I was skipping ahead. Um brook's fighting style is cool because he's like super fast because he's light and he's a fencer well because it's also neat because he's a swordsman like zorro but he has a completely different fighting style so it, 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 he still stands out um and it's neat
1: yeah i do think that's cool because when like when he was initially introduced as like the humming swordsman i was like oh so we have another swordsman here but then like he, he does have a different fighting style so it's not just swordsman again like he's a different kind of swordsman
0: right right so, um, anyway, that having saved Frankie and Robin, he explains the weakness of salt, um, and how he found it, uh, or just in general, he's like, he talks about the shadows and the zombies, he, he, cause he, he, know, well, cause he was trying to keep them out of it earlier, but now he knows every, but now they're, well, you're here, might as well explain it, um, so, you know, I suppose that's fine, um, and yeah, and, oh yeah, we find out that, uh, cause like, the, sh- the shadows have, they're basically the soul, so they have like your personality and techniques, but, um, there's also a bit more to it, as we see during the Hogback fight, because as we see with Sindri, like, the the soul never really leaves the body. I, I, I mean, I guess it's left ambiguous as to what, what you take from it, but that's kind of what I took from that, is that, like, there's still some of the original Sindri in there. Or or, or maybe even just the shadow is connecting to, uh, either way, so, I don't know. Um, it, it's, a, it's a tricky existential uh, subject, so... Um. So anyway, um, yeah, he explains everything, and we get finally see Moria as all the uh, lieutenants are assembled, um, and I definitely have things to say about Moria, I'll, I'll just wait till later because like, there's like, what, two pages that completely contextualize his character, and it's really good, but for now he's just like, you know, he, he's given a bounty slightly higher, th- or a former bounty uh, sl- sli- high, hi- slightly higher than what Luffy's at now, and he also has his, uh, his his catchphrase of "You do it" because he's a fat lazy dude. Um, I remember people were trying to connect the seven warlords to the seven deadly sins because of course. Um, and I think you know if if that's was what Odo, the author was trying to do, then this guy's sloth for sure.
2: Um,
0: but uh, I don't I don't remember if that's the case because like what's Mihawk's sin? I don't I have no idea. I was gonna
1: say would crocodile be greed?
0: It, yeah, I don't know. It's like and we obviously haven't seen all of them so. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, w- I would need
1: to actually see all the warlords first before and I could thing really is start.
0: They've also changed. Like, is Blackbeard replacing Crocodile's Sin, or is he like what? What's going on? Like, yeah. So I don't. I don't think it's interesting to think about. But I don't think there's like a deliberate like one to one for every one of them, and or if there's even anything like to take from that. Aside from that, it's just a neat association. But um, but yeah. So um, Moria take we uh Moria takes Luffy's shadow, um.
1: I should be reborn as a slug, or a sea <laughs> slug.
0: Um, oh yeah, Frankie asks about what well, you know, Brooke, but we don't see the answer until later. Um,
1: yeah, I like how. See, um, or what's up? Okay, I guess it's not. Maybe it already happened a while back, but there was like, he's making one of his skull jokes, but like it's it's at one point like, I don't know, like it's at, like at some point Frankie beats him up for making jokes because like it's also like concerning the fate of. The rest of the crew, like, oh, I'm, you know, I I didn't die when my shadow was taken. Oh wait, I am dead.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, Brooke runs into Rioma, who has his shadow in his body. um I so also do like there oh, is oh, the, up?
1: there's a little moment before they separate when Frankie, uh, when Frankie is like, you may, you might as well answer one more question, Brooke, and then like again, it's another thing that's kind of like held in suspense, like we. We find out what it is later, but, like, some characters know things that, that we don't.
0: Right, right. Well, even you, after that, you get Frankie crying like a baby because he heard it. And then, of course, now we know exactly why. But, like, um, it's just because it's Frankie being Frankie, and he's good. Um, but, yeah, Orz wakes up. He has Luffy's uh, free-spirited personality, so he just goes fucking nuts and starts wrecking everything because whatever. Because he um, will be the pirate king. Yes, the, the rotten pirate king because he's dead. He's a zombie. Um, oh yeah, and having seen Hogback's, like, true, uh, uh, what he's doing, uh, Chopper completely disagrees that, uh, he's actually anything decent, um, because of the nature of zombies. Oh, um, then Absalom manages to successfully kidnap Nami. Um, oh yeah, one thing I find funny about Orz is that, like, well, because I guess we find out later, but he's, like, this, you know, huge, this, this legendary monster from 500 years ago. Um, he died by, like, freezing to death because he wasn't wearing clothes on a cold country, on a cold <laughs> island. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, sure. It's just fucking dumbass. Then Chopper and Usopp, they get surrounded
1: by zombies, and then Frankie and Robin show up to save the day.
0: Yeah. It's Cool.
1: I guess another yeah, thing no. that kind of keeps me invested in this arc is that like for most of the time, like up until I guess the very end, the final fight, there's always like multiple things going on at any one given time. So like even if one thing isn't super interesting, there's something else. So like if you're not super interested in what's going on with, you know, Nami, Usopp and Chopper, then you've got, uh, you know, you've got Luffy's group going on. And then like even that yeah. gets kind of fractured further. So then like,
0: right, right. So like so here like, when you well, have like, and then you can well, have it all converge
1: again, right. like when Robin and uh, Frankie are able to show up and rescue the other ones.
0: Right, right. After another fracture happened with Nami getting kidnapped. Um and of course while that's going on, Brooke is running into Ryoma. We're seeing flashbacks of their first meeting when uh Ryoma beat the shit out of Brooke and the the afro comes up because like is insisting that it weakens him as a swordsman, but he, he needs it. Um and as we, we find out, he needs to be recognized. Uh, and by it's his, another by his instance <laughs> of Oda
1: taking a goofy thing and making it serious. Yep. Cause like it, it starts off as like, oh, wait, you're a skeleton, but you still have hair. Oh, I have very strong follicles.
0: Yeah, he's got strong. Yeah, his his strong hair is strong. Um, yep. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, they fight. They start their fight for a bit. Um, and then the other strats re, uh, find Zoro, Sanji and Luffy at the ship and wake them up by uh with their desires, their stupid desires. Look, there's a beautiful sword female swordmaster carrying lots of meat and Sanji's like, "Beautiful female, meat, swordmaster." Like, <laughs> and Chopper's like, "We're doomed. We're fucked. It's over." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then so now that they're basically together except for Brook and Nami, they sort of reconvene explain everything. Um frankie ta- talks about what brooke was telling them about um you know how he has you know like he he was so lonely he wanted to die and was uh, but he has you know one last purpose a friend he needs to meet um, a promise he needs to fulfill
1: laboon <laughs> laboon it's back
0: yep i, I yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that one me. got me i was like oh my
1: god
0: yeah, you sent me the panel with, uh, the, the, with I think your comment with it was, explodes, because you just, well, like, you did a tweet, uh, and it was like, um, it was like, oh, it exists, and you're like, is this foreshadowing for something in One Piece? Like, where it's just like, you're seeing every little thing, and it's like, maybe that'll be a thing, and then, <laughs> then shit like this happens. And sure enough, if you go back to volume uh, 12, you can see people with uh, musical instruments in the crowd um, I don't think there's specifically one that looks like Brooke, but like there's several musicians in the crowd, and as we see, that becomes like a, that's a whole thing with that that pirate crew, and you know the captain has a cowboy hat as we see, um, so it's like um, like I definitely think he pla- planned like Brooke at that point, but uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, because I was don't remember if or not.
1: like Laboon oh. liking music was had been established no, back then. That-
0: that, I don't, no, I don't think so, just the fact that there were musicians on the crew, and I think there's, like, a page of, uh, like, o, one of Oda, uh, like, his sort of, like, draft for the, like, actually, at this point, there's no spoilers on it, but it's, like, basically one of his drafts for the crew from earlier in the series, and, like, the first five, like, Luffy, Zoro, Nami, uh, Sanji, and Usopp looked about the same, uh, but the, the, the other three, Chopper, he was still a reindeer, but he was like bigger, like a normal. He almost, he looked much more like an, a a regular reindeer. I think he smoked too, um, and there was a skeleton, but instead of a an afro, he had a cowboy hat. So I think that the captain might have been. maybe I'm just completely misremembering. So maybe that at first that captain was supposed to be the one to join, but he sort of changed his mind about his design and stuff. So he made that. So he had well, because you know he actually like I liked how he like answered a question. By a, but, but also explain it in a way that makes Brook make sense, because Crocus even said, like, that, oh, yeah, I heard that crew left the Grand Line. They escaped, tried to escape through the Calm Belt. And then we see in the flashback, Yorkie gets the plague, and he leaves with some of the crew through the Calm Belt. So that was, like, how Crocus came to think that uh, the, the Rumbar Pirates escaped the Grand Line, when no, that's not exactly what happened. They're, they, they, they uh, Something else happened to the Rumbar Pirates, too. So, um, yeah. And it also does kind of come back to the whole promises thing, like you know, because like, uh, of course, Brooke—they had the promise, and Br- Brooke's still trying to fulfill it. It's just taken a little, taken a little while. So, yeah.
1: Listen, there are two things we need to get back: meat, Nami, and shadows. That's three. <laughs> I think I didn't think one of those would make the list.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but I also like. I mean, um, he, he's
0: he's not wrong because they stole their food and they need to not die. So. Yeah, that's that's um,
1: another kind of cool thing about this arc is that. You not only do have the pressing matter that, you know, get the shadows so the characters don't die, but also, like, Nami gets kidnapped. So there, there are, like, multiple motivations for characters to do things. Like, Luffy Luffy wants the meat. Uh, Sanji doesn't want Nami to get married. So, you know, he's all fired up.
0: Yeah, so they have their different, like, reasons for, like, and they even explain, like, have their own unique motivate like, for, like, splitting off. Cause, like, Chopper also wants to find Hog back, and, you know, cause he's a shithead. Um,. <laughs> So, you know, they, um, Brooke, they don't know where he is. So yeah, I like how they all come up with their own thing for why they go to where they go. And
1: there are Um, even points like when, you know, uh, like you, this could have been used as an excuse to like have all the characters fight the, the people who had their shadows, but that's not exactly how it plays out. Um,
0: actually I don't, like, I think the, like, the only one who fights their shadow holder is Luffy, and even then, like, he's fighting Orr's with the entire crew. Like, uh, Sanji and Zoro's shadows end up against Chopper and Robin, um, and then Brook's shadow Zoro uh, is ultimately the one who beats him. Uh, so it's like, yeah, like, al- pretty much almost no one. And even then with Luffy, everyone fought Ors, so... Yeah, it didn't matter who Orr's shadow has, everyone would have fought him anyway, so... Yeah, um... But yeah, it definitely does It doesn't turn into mere matches, which is, um... Which is something he could have done, but he chose not to. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just looking at this panel of, like, it's after Brooke and Ryuma fight for a point, and Frankie's just crying because now he knows about more about Laboon from, yeah. <laughs> because Yeah. the other straw. And he's crying even harder now. <laughs> he's like, I love both the skeleton and the whale. Like, <laughs> he's so good. Uh, Frank, Frankie's good.
1: What I also like is that... Um with Brooke specifically, is that Luffy had, like, for such a long time now been saying, like, oh, uh, for our next crew member, uh, maybe we should get a music- mu- bleh, musician, because, like, even when <laughs> they were talking about getting a doctor like Chopper, um, Luffy, it's yeah. like, oh, the next crew member should be a musician. And, like, now we finally... Yeah, he's
0: always been pushing for it since... And now that, yeah, they even they even mention it when Brooke joins, like, the long-awaited musician. <laughs> so, yeah. so
1: But now I, like, I don't know who would be next in the crew, because, like, the musician's been filled. What else have, like, what yeah. else have they... I don't think they've really talked about anything else that, like, this is a necessity, which, like, you know, a necessity could come up later. Um,
0: well, yeah, it's like, because they're functional, but, like, at the same time, it's like, like, they needed a carpenter, but, like, Usopp was able to sort of function, so the question... So, like, like uh, um, knowing other potential straw hats, like, I can say, like, here's a role that has the, that, like, other characters fill in for, but there's no one dedicated. And the other thing with Oda is that when um, like, when a role is needed, he'll make sure it's known that it's needed. Like, with Mary, they didn't need a carpenter in the, until Mary was literally falling apart. Um, they didn't need a cook until they ran into uh, Johnny and Yosaku, or uh, Yosaku suffering from scurvy. Like, um, you know, Nami uh, impressed her navigation skills, like, really early into, like, and of course, Luffy and Zoro were just, like, sailing. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So it's like yeah so so they obviously don't need a, like they're able to function as a ship currently without any any missing parts so the question but um you know if if you were to introduce a new crew member with a certain skill, then there would have to be something they were lacking in, and he would make sure to impress that you know what are they what are they lacking in you know before that happens so you know yeah, just how like, it works
1: so the next the next member like wouldn't be like it doesn't have like i don't want to say that like Brooke had all this build up, but like I don't know the the musician spot like it had been set up for a while it's, it's a minor thing but like now I wouldn't know yeah. like okay if, if another straw hat appears um, you, you did say that Oda would make it known that like hey we need this member to fill this spot um, so by then I'll probably know but like as of now I don't really know where we'd go.
0: Well, the other thing is, like, because um, you are at Anime Expo, and if you look at the marketing for the crew at this point, it's still, like, Luffy hasn't gotten his ten members, but at the same time, like, the marketing for the crew is still pretty much these characters. If you, Like, if you go around and see stuff, like, it's still these characters. So, um, like, I won't say if the, like, there's been any potential crewmates or not since. And but, even um, then,
1: I didn't rank it recognize Frankie, so... Right. If there are any more, <laughs> maybe I didn't notice.
0: Yeah, so, um... But anyway, um... So yeah, they 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 they've convened and they're ready to head out. Um and Luffy of course he's like Moria's the strongest. Guess I got to fight Moria. Like he just knows. Um, so yeah, that's um
1: but he also phrases it in like a, a a smart way. Like get you know, Moria's in control of the shadows, so if I beat Moria then you yeah, know, the, the shadows return.
0: Right. But when as we find out it doesn't exactly work that way because Moria like, even if he got knocked out and beaten up, like, I, which is kind of in, pretty interesting and definitely factors into how it all gets resolved. Um, but, um, yeah, like, just beating up Moria isn't going to get back their shadows. Like, they can beat him on all—he has to give them up, pretty much. And, uh, so yeah, we, we will discuss that, because that's interesting. Um, especially because, like, I've been watching Toku lately, and, like, a lot of, a lot of do, they'll do it, like, with their episodic bad guys, is the episodic bad guys will be causing, like, oh, they're, these people's souls are gone, oh, they're sick with a poison, and they'll die. Whenever the monster gets beaten, though, whatever uh, bad shit they were causing just goes away, you know? So, it's, like, um, you, Oda could have easily done with that, that, something like that with Moria, but he decided not to, and it was, and the reason why is interesting, so, yeah, um.
1: Also, something I noticed in this stretch of chapters, which I felt kind of dumb afterwards, because like Oda pointed it out in the SBS, because someone had a you know <laughs> someone had a question about it. But like Robin's now referring to the crew members by their names. Like she oh, wasn't that's right. that yes. was consistently a thing she was not doing. Like she would call yes, Nami Navigator or Sanji um, Chef or you know. Yes.
0: Uh, I think Zoro was swordsman, or I think in the Japanese it might have been Mr. Bushido, or she says it like something-san, so like, uh, sniper-san, or, you know, um, Bushido-san, like, something like that, so it's like, so it would be probably, like, I don't know, it depends, you know, they could localize it however they want, but, um, you're right. Um, And there's another, like, smaller thing that I think is really interesting in contrast to how she acted before, um, but we'll get to that when it comes when we come to it. Um. But, like,
1: it's starting to feel more that, like, Robin's now, like, actually part of a crew. Like, this is. Exactly. She's actually part. Like, because before, she wasn't really. That's why she wasn't actually referring to people by name, because, like, she was going to cast them aside.
0: Yeah, or she was preparing herself to loot, like, to, to eventually, to inevitably lose them, like, she had with so many groups before. Like, it was a way of sort of, like, distancing herself yeah. from the future pain, but then, and even then, even, cause she even went, she did lo- like, cast aside, like, she did leave the crew, like, she intended to you know, but this time it was different because she did it to save them rather than just to ex- expect them to be destroyed, like, with Brogue Works she was fucking acting against Brogue Works she was not gonna refer to any of those fuckers by name, not even, uh, even aside the fact that they're a secret organization um, yeah so, yeah, like, she she wanted them down, so, yeah, but uh, obviously the strats are different, so.
1: I just like that, that Oda pays attention to those, like, you know, Oda has his inconsistencies at times, but like, yeah. I like how he pays attention to the little, the little minute, you know, human details, it, it's cool. Yeah. I also like this panel where Chopper is like, you make it sound so easy, we're going up against one of the seven warlords of the sea, and Luffy's like, oh, it's alright, it's just like Crocodile, and Chopper's like, he almost killed you!
0: <laughs> yeah well because that's the thing is because like even though luffy does have no like he, he can get serious now but at the same time like he's still kind of looking down on the warlord of the sea and sure enough when they fight like honestly like if luffy like luffy doesn't use his gears as, for at first and as a result moria gets away and you know get, he he uh, he's able to get inside Oars, so it's like luffy like you know it's his sort of it's luffy's arrogance you know it's still there um, like, he's he still, it's still, it's still a flaw that's causing trouble, so, yeah, it, and of course it still hasn't been, uh, fully addressed, but it's still there, that's the thing. Um, like, he still looks down on people, he's still being a cocky little shit, um, even though he's just this up-and-coming newbie, who's doing a lot of crazy shit for a newbie, but still. Um, so yeah, um, Moria's group is also responding, um, to, like, they're all, they're, everyone's maneuvering into place for the, the climax And or like or is it just fucking around?
1: Um. And it does help that this is a bit of a a shorter arc because I, because especially after we just came off of Water Seven again, like three parts, like wow, it's already like, you know, it all comes together very succinctly, which especially coming off that big epic, um, I think helps. Like I talked about that yeah, with Bleach. It, like it, Bleach like... had so many like long <laughs> ongoing arcs that I was like, when Fullbring happened, I was like, something like you know, even though it's like sixty chapters or whatever compared to like three hundred chapters with Arankar, like yeah, breathing room. It's it's nice to break it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, so, not just tonally, but also, um, you know, uh, lengthwise, you know, it, it, it's, that is nice, um, cause I know even Oda does even do that later, cause there's, like, he, he does a lot, like, uh, even, like, Alabasta went straight into Skypiea, but there's still Jaya there, you know, to break it up a little bit, like, it's not like going from the big-ass Alabasta to the big-ass Skypiea, no, there's a little, there's a breather in there of Jaya, so, like, t- uh, lengthwise, so it's, it's cool, um, so anyway, um... Again, there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah, the, no, the fight, yeah, the fights start to break out. Um, Hogback uh, and Sindri end up against Chopper and Robin as Luffy runs by to meet Moria. Um, the uh, the others run into Perona. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I've said that I like Davy backfight. Maybe I just have a soft spot for Davy backfight, and also that's also reactive because of the, the shit it gets because of how the anime fucks it up. But, like, <sighs> this part... I fucking died. Because, like, the negative hollows hits everyone. And Usopp's like, it's over! And everyone's like, Elsa's gonna die. And then Usopp recovers, uh, purifies a bunch of hollows, he gets hit again. (laughs) He's already negative! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) And it's another one of the Oda faces. Yeah, the- or the- well, it's like- Specifically, it's like the- My powers don't work on this guy, holy shit, face. Like- Um, or at least it should be, because I think it does show up again in different contexts, but it's like, that's what it should have been, is the, because it's like, both instances are like, my powers don't work, what the fuck, and, because it is the same, it's very similar to the Eneru face, um.
1: But I, yeah, and I love it, because it's just like, it's such a goofy thing, but like, it's played up, like, seriously, like, I mean, the, the expression's goofy, but like, her reaction is genuine, like, my powers don't work, what do I do? Right,
0: right. Well, even like how later when they start fighting, she's just like, "You gotta be positive, and she gives a thumbs up, like she's... yeah,
1: yeah, like the zombies are like, "Cheer up!"
0: Right, like, because Usopp's always the, the the doomsayer, the one who imagines the worst. So he even though, so he, he gets hit and he's but he's and yeah, he, he's able to resist it. So it's it, it's such a it, it's perfect. <laughs>
1: There's also the part where she uses her attack and it like backfires on her because he's so oh. negative.
0: Yeah, like, like the, the ghosts go through and they become depressed. Usopp depresses them, like... <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense, but it's funny. Uh man. Uh, so, anyway, um... I so also yeah, depend, like these br- br- these br-
1: conflicts it? because it does the thing that I liked with Water 7, where, like, they start off in one place and then, like, the conflicts will play into each other, so, like, when Oars d- destroys the bridge, like, people... Uh, what is it? Sanji? No. Who is it? Sanji and Usopp? Are they the ones who fall? Yeah. And then they like end up
0: yeah, or um hmm. I, I Sanji might have or Sanji, yeah, Sanji might have fallen cuz he has somewhere else to beat. But well cuz I do know that Frankie rebuilt the bridge and like later on Nami is running down the bridge. Yeah, it's like oh what a nice bridge. Like, well, she's like, hey, why, or why does this part look different? Because, well, I also love the guy because Frankie, like, built it with, like, uh, hold on, like, 30 seconds, I gotta add more detail. And it, like, looks already super elaborate. And it's just, like, fucking Frankie, like, <laughs> he's so good at his job. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, because, like, they start off and there's, like, the group of five and the group of two and then the two fall down and then it's four and three and then Orz is there and it's like, oh, we're gonna fight Ors But, no, actually, he's gonna go off and goof off. So now we can split up again <laughs> and... Things are, it's very, huh. is dynamic the word, things are malleable, things are changing.
0: Yeah, that, that's what, yeah, that's the way to see it, uh, to say it, I think, yeah.
1: Because, you know, I, I don't want to say that, like, one-on-one fights are just, like, inherently bad, but it's, it's a nice to break up the formula every now and then.
0: Right, well, because even here you have uh, Robin and Chopper versus, it's a two-on-two. Well, even two-on-four if you count the zombies, so it's like, it's not just, the rest are pretty much one-on-one, though. Um, well, even oh, well, and Ores is like a fucking every. It's like a fucking everyone versus ors. So, um, well, I'm curious about as to your thoughts on that because I remember in the past you said you've uh like I don't know you. Yes, been, I, I knew Yon, you like, would su- ask this summon- question. <laughs> yeah, summoning fights and things with big uh, uh things involved. So, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but um, so yeah, I guess first we get like sort of the the resolution to Brook versus Ryuma, um, because. um ryuma is just stronger because he has a stronger body and they both have the same technique so brook isn't evil able to match up even after he's tried so hard to get stronger but um
1: and then my favorite edgy boy Zoro shows up
0: (laughs) yep and what i thought was neat is that like Zoro, he doesn't even want to fight to help brook he's just like i want that sword and also this seems like a good fight um
1: what i do think is also really cool is that like Zoro's going up against a character who we even said when we briefly discussed monsters that, like, you know, the original samurai looked a lot like Zoro. But now, (laughs) because, like, Oda has redesigned that character, so, like,
0: it doesn't look, like... He looks completely different. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, because he's, like, you know,
1: he's, like, the the zombie skeleton, but he's also, like... So, like, yeah, it's enough to, like, change the design while also still keeping that, like, swordsman connection.
0: Well, because, like, obviously, like things happened in his life after that story because he's got a different story he's got different clothes like his hair is kind of similar but it's white like that's the thing he lived basically to old to some like, i don't know if that's because he's a zombie or if he just lived to old age because i think sindri like with in the anime they made her hair the same color um which would i guess would imply that a uh, hogback preserved her body closer to her death um I, well whereas with ryuma so i feel like ryuma, like, he lived, you know, like, he, he's been buried for, cent- for like, a good while, so, like, a couple centuries, and, um, I guess he was old, so. Well, that's the other thing, is that the bodies get replaced, too. Like, uh, when asked on the SBS if that lion had, what, if that was Absalom's original face, um, and Oda specifically didn't say yes or no, like, uh, was that Absalom's face, or was that some other guy's face, um, on the lion? Uh, I also yeah,
1: do but, think um, it is interesting that a character from Monsters is, like, that was the one shot that, because that, to me, felt, like, out of all the one shots, felt the most Oda, felt the most One Piece, so, like, I do think yeah. it's kind of interesting that it's a character from there that gets sort of retroactively made canon into the the One Piece lore.
0: Yeah, um... Yeah, that is interesting, and... So, like, when, if if you
1: if, have, like, I also like how how he's integrated, because he's just a little side villain here, like, he's just a character to be defeated, but also, like, if you've read Monsters, I mean, like, if you haven't read Monsters, <laughs> then it still works, and you don't need to read Monsters to get it, but it kind of, I don't know, it, it it feels like the character carries a little more weight, because Oda did a thing, like, he made a reference to a thing he once did, and it's like, oh, hey, that's cool, I I recognize the reference.
0: Right, right. And then I think he even mentions in uh, the SBS that, like, Ryoma was the strong Like, because he was king. He was the strongest swordsman in the world at the time, even. So it's also interesting to kind of see how, like, the the new generation has surpassed the old. Like, Zoro is strong... Well, because, I mean, at the same time, he's not fighting with his original fighting style. Like, he's got his old strength, but he's, you know... He's using Brook's fighting style, because it's, like... Yeah. um, Because... I mean, that's kind of the thing is, like, um, like Zoro even, like, wants to preserve, like, Riyama's honor because he's, like... Like, his Otis stance on the whole thing seems to be, you know, like, the souls existing in another body is, like, some abomination. Like, so, so Ryuma, you know, even though he's got... Like, he's he's basically being, like, corrupted because he's not fighting with his, his own personality or his own fighting style. Yeah. He's, uh, he's some mix between two other two different things so yeah yeah um, so i
1: liked how Zoro had said you know I'll, I'll keep this sword but uh i'll pretend we'll pretend that this fight never happened like like right. he, he wants
0: to yeah he wants to keep his like legacy like because he didn't really beat ryova he beat some abomination that happened to have rima's body so yeah um
1: zorro's so fucking cool <laughs> this fight <laughs> was good i, I I like the core... I mean, like, I know I'm jumping around, but, you know, the story jumps around, so I'll just give my thoughts on this fight now. I like the choreography in this fight, how there's, like, you know, they end up, like, destroying the roof and so they're, like, fighting on a falling roof, so, like, they're trying to, like, maintain their footing and also, you know, still have the sword battle. It was interesting. I liked it. Um,
0: also, I guess I want to point something out, because some people have still been, like, like in the past, I've seen the argument, like, how does Sanji do Diablo Jumbe? It doesn't make sense. But I'm like... Zoro makes fire friction. That's all you don't need to think about. It's fucking one piece. You don't need to think about it. Okay. Like Zoro burns Rima. I almost said alive, but that's not true. Um, so Oh, yeah. so that's um, why
1: he was on fire. I, w- I didn't know really what was going on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just Zoro just a uh, fire because swords, swords make fire. This is, didn't you know, was swords make fire. <laughs> that's the thing that they could do. Uh, yes, I see. <laughs> um, I feel like there's more to say about the fight but I maybe I was tired when I read it um, like I'd like to say more because yeah it was cool but um I mean, I don't particularly care for how he does like the flash forward beforehand, where it was like Zoro falls and Rima's standing on top and Brooks like, I've never seen it. Like, it's it's framed in a way that makes it seem like Zoro somehow lost, but no, he didn't actually lose. It yeah, was, yeah, that definitely that
1: felt a like a, oh, this is the chapter hook to keep people... Yeah. Who, it was for the weekly readers. Um,
0: yeah, I, I've never been a fan of that. <laughs> Even reading it weekly and rereading it, it's just like... Like I've said before that I think Zoro vs. Rima might be my least favorite fight of Zoro's, outside of the podcast. Guess, but I'm not, I don't know, it's, it's okay, like, and I also feel like there might be more to take from it, from, like, the Brook side of it, but, uh, I just need to think about, on it more, so, uh, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, um, so anyway, uh, so, yeah, Luffy fights Moria for a bit, and, like, I, I already talked about that, because he doesn't, he's not taking more, well, because, like, Moria isn't taking Luffy seriously either, like, he's just, like, sitting on his back and letting his shadow fight Luffy, Luffy's, you know, gets a little mad and, uh, goes from underneath, and then Moria ends up running away, and, like, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much the end of their first encounter. And then, of course, uh, Sanji rescues Nami and ends up against Absalom. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess we could talk about Sanji versus Absalom now. Um, you've said that Sanji might be your least favorite character, and but also you're not so sure. Um... Now, now, uh, now having having to be star- fair,
1: I said of the Straw Hats. Not my least oh, favorite character in the story. Sorry,
0: I, I worded it wrong. You're, you're correct. Um, of oh, least favorite of the Straw Hats. The Straw Hats are the only characters. What are you talking about? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> weird to hate Sanji more than, like, fucking Morgan or Absalom. Like, so what did you have to think about Sanji versus Absalom? Because um, as a fight, like, it's just kind of Sanji, like, they're fighting each other. And we do lo- learn a bit more about Sanji uh, uh, and his uh, desires. But, um, yeah, I have my things to say about it, uh, but I want you to say stuff first. See, I,
1: I could easily read this and get all cynical, like, oh, it's two, two men fighting over a woman, like, bleh, <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know, I, I enjoyed this fight, I thought it was, it was, it was fun, like, the, the goofy, they're both, like, you have the, the, the zombie people, bystanders, were, like, spectating and providing commentary, which is maybe a little weird, but it was, you know, it kind of worked with the jokes, I guess, like, you know, they're both, like, like they'll say, oh, one character's pervy, but we're like, wait, no, so is the other character. And, like, they're, they're both equally, like, they recognize, like, Oda well, like, recognizes, point, like, because the thing about, says, like, like guys... their attitude is that, or for someone like Sanji, like, with chivalry, like, there are pros and cons to it. So, like, Oda recognizes that, like, you know, there is some negative elements, like, you know, him being, you know, like, he said, like, oh, I had another dream. I wanted the, the invisible <laughs> fruit so I could yeah. peep on the girl's bathroom. And, like, so, like... There, that's a negative side of you know Sanji's. Well, it's like women obsession. Someone like, else pointed out. It, it's yeah, yeah, not well, it works. It's way, funny like, in this context, the
0: chivalry and the perviness are like two different parts of yeah, his the, character yeah. Those are two different like, aspects. Like, right, right. So well, because like that's the thing is like because Sanji, you know, he will he doesn't hit women. Um, as he's ta- he's mentioned and yeah, um, yeah. That's different like, from I,
1: being a pervert, definitely.
0: Right. Well, because like okay, here's the thing. Because like obviously the contrast between the two is that like yeah, Sanji's like Sanji is a pervert. But he's, but, and like, I have uh, things to say about that I'll, I'll mention in a bit, but like, you know, like, he, at the end of the fight, he calls Absalom an animal. Because, like, Absalom is, he's, like, a pervert to the point, like, you know, women, um, or, like, like, or, yeah, here's how I said it, like, a bride's, a beast's bride should only be another beast, because, like, Absalom, because Absalom, like, he licked Robin, he attacked Rami in the bathroom, he's, like, he's basically trying, forcing her hand in marriage, like, he doesn't treat, he treats women, like, just kind of, like, objects of admiration, like, he doesn't treat them as, like, humans. So it's like, yeah, Sanji is a pervert. He adores like attractive looking women. But like like the the one panel I, I really like is when he's like um he's holding uh Nami up as Absalom's kicking the sh- like he's trying to protect her and like Absalom's fighting him. Like he doesn't care about like Nami's safety yeah because yeah, there's, even, wants, a, there's like,
1: even a point where um a point where like um the the he has the the like take those Sanji's like take those off. Like, Don't you like it not you if of if you in you fire those in the direction of nami you're of to you nami um to hurt Nami um and, and he's like, so like he has, uh, Absalom has, like, the perviness without the chivalry that kind of redeems Sanji to an yeah, extent. Yeah,
0: and so, which is why he's, like, yeah, he's one who will, like, harm a woman, so to speak, so, but, like, so, but, and anyway, so, like, to view it in the context of the story, like, yeah, Sanji isn't really seen as bad, like, he's a pervert, but that's not a bad thing, because, again, he has the chivalry, but, again, it's also, there's also the matter of how, per- like, I've talked about this before, since Naruto, even, of how perviness is seen in Japan, um, Because, like, from what I've gathered just from seeing, like, anime and manga stuff, it's seen as very childish. Like, Oda even has a quote from an interview where he says that he hopes children connect to sanji's character because he's a pervert and like see and that's the thing i don't agree with that at all like on a moral level like mm-hmm. it's the peeping thing like in chat in japan i think that's seen as childish like look at garan Lagan. like there's like a whole episode where they try to peep in the woman's bath yeah. you know like sanji's like he's like he's like i want to do it damn it like but it's seen as like childish and innocent and i don't agree with that because it's like violating a woman's you know privacy you know and that's and that's the, the thing cool. with with absalom so-
1: is that like he takes that to like a a he takes that yes, further, absolutely. like, he is more of, like, a like a stalker, molester-like person, because, like, he, like, kidnapped yeah. Nami, and he, like, you know, drugged her or whatever, so that, like, she's asleep, like, he's trying to marry her while she's asleep, like, she's, he is trying to, like, take away, like, her free will and just use her as, like, an object, whereas, like, yes, Sanji, like, even if Sanji is, you know, does still have those pervy desires, he is not, like, he is not going to go out of his way to force nami to marry him like even if that is something that yeah. he may want like or... he
0: would love that he would love that more than anything but it's, but he's not going to he, like it's always going to be like he he's never touched nami he's like uh, like flown around her like um but he'll never actually like like i remember with the Khalifa fight she was like oh you want to grab my key go ahead and take it and now and then he's like with pleasure like he's going like you know he, he she said go for it he's go, went for it and then he got his ass beat because see yeah sanji. i guess that's
1: the difference <laughs> sanji cares about consent
0: Right, like, right, right, but uh, to the, except for the peeping thing, which I, yeah, again, I disagree that. with morally, but I don't know, like, fully where, like, from, like, from what I'm gathered, like I said, it's supposed to be something childish, and I guess, like, it's a quote unquote victimless crime, like, if, it, 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 I don't, like, again, I, personally, I don't agree with that, but again, I don't fully know where Japan stands on it as the whole, like, from what I've seen, like, there's, that, like, it's also a fictional character, like, I don't believe that fictional ideas cause real harm, I've never thought that, um... So, like, anyone who justifies their actions because a fictional character did that is deranged, either way I see it. Like, um, if they did something wrong, like, oh, I'm I murdered because they deserve it, because Ohm, uh, I'm saving him. Ohm wanted to save people by killing... Like, no, you're fucking... What the fuck, dude? Um, and same with even just peeping. on a, Like, no, don't fucking do that, because Sanji's cool. Like, no, it's stupid. Are you... What's wrong with you? But, like, so yeah, it's like... And this is kind of what I was talking er- about earlier, is, like... I disagree with this, like, on a moral level, but I'm able to suspend that and understand, like, the author's point of view, and, like, yeah, Sanji is, like, clearly contrasted with Absalom here, like, yeah, the author doesn't see that as bad, so, like, which I think is key for understanding the story, even if you don't agree with it, um, so, yeah, um, and this will uh, turn, uh, like I said, there's more to talk about later, um, but, yeah, you know, the fight is fine, um, yeah, this is and part of
1: why I don't want to give a full reading on Sanji yet, because I don't know. Like, there's obviously more to his character. Um, so, like, even if I say he's, like, my least favorite Straw Hat member, probably at present, I still don't really, like, outright dislike him. Um, yeah. And, like, when you see him juxtaposed against Absalom here, like, it goes to show that, like, Sanji could be a lot worse. Like, there are uh, redeeming aspects to Sanji that someone like Absalom right. doesn't have.
0: Right, right, um...
1: So, yeah, I'd say I do like this fight. It actually kind of makes me appreciate Sanji's character a little bit more. Not to say that, like, I mean, like, if I'm going to have some sort of a problem with Sanji, I'm just going to have that. Um, but, yeah. like, this this fight was, I don't of, know, like, this fight was yeah. good. And it, see, like, there, there it's, a, it's a, a nuanced subject in the first place. So, like, d- determining where I stand on it with Sanji, um, it's not as simple as, like, oh, it is either good or bad. It is, like, somewhere, there are, yeah. there are like, elements to it.
0: Right, right. Um, so yeah, de- I definitely was like looking forward to talking about this one because it is like like it is a subject like again I'm not fully on the author's side with it or a Japan's side if that so if that is the case but you know yeah. well, I'll I'll still like try to understand the story so whatever um so anyway then we get to another fight which um this might be my favorite one of these fights um like I um the 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 and Moria stuff I was also good but like I've always liked Usopp's character and um. Perona's power is really fun. Like, no, yeah, I like just... this fight. I like it a lot. So, yeah, Usopp versus Perona. Um, and actually, this is also Usopp's first fight since he got his new... Because uh, uh, he didn't really get any fights in any of his lobby because he just got his ass beat by Jabra. Um, and even then, like yeah, the, so... the mechanics
1: of this fight, are, because it's another one of those, like, there's kind of like a mystery going on. Like, it's not just Usopp overpowers a person because that's not who Usopp is. Like, there's... There's strategy involved, and like you have to figure out. Well, why can't I hit her? What what changed? Why is she not afraid of me now?
0: Yeah, honestly, like um, this. Yeah, the the the, the, uh, the and the fight. Yeah, the fight of the, the the mystery of it. The sort of like as he figures as powers. This is probably the closest One Piece has gotten to like JoJo's bizarre adventure and how like the fights because JoJo fights all, all, also kind of work like this, where they're under attack from a mysterious power and they have to figure out how it works and its weaknesses, and that's pretty much what Usopp does here. Um, and then
1: they figure out, and then at the very end, it's like, no, I was actually in control the whole time. Or At least <laughs> right, I think right. that's how I've heard um, it called. Um, Although that's sure. not really the case um, here with Usopp.
0: Yeah, well, because yeah, and also like, because Usopp also has his like tricks and strategy. Uh, like I like okay uh, and his lies. Like he does the the whole the whole ending bit with with, with the giant hammer. And the sticky star. Yeah, like, yeah, I like he's...
1: how he he said it's like you can't you can't beat me in a battle of like negativity and lies. Like I'm the wrong oppo- I'm the wrong opponent.
0: Yeah, well, the great part about it is like how they're contrasted because like how per- Usov defeats Perona is fear. Like like Perona basically isn't like she's being you know deceptive and you know like she causes negativity but she can't take it herself. Like she she acts through this like this, uh, because that's the thing, her power is really strong, because, like, she can perceive everything perfectly through her, like, out-of-body soul, and she can still use her powers, like, and she can still summon ghosts, her powerful ghosts, like, she's still really strong, even with just her, like, um, out of, you know, just her regular body, or not her regular body, the opposite of her regular body, I'm getting confused, um, and then she has Ming too coming in, so, but, um, she's not able to take out what she, uh, take what she dishes, kind of, like, um, she, she makes, you know, fear and pessimism, but she's not able to take it when Usopp throws it back at her. Which is. And I also really like the moment with Sniper King, with the Sniper King mask. Yes. Because he's like, he's got a fucking split personality. Like, he's talking to Sniper King. Yes. In his head. <laughs> so, and why I think this is so good, so like, not only do you have like the power aspect of superheroes, but here you have like Usopp faking it to make it because like he's basically like lying about how like brave and courageous he is because he's so negative normally. Like,. He, so he's like, he, he's like, um, cause he, cause that's the thing is if you're negative and, you, and like, um, I remember hearing about this, um, around the Olympics in like the mid 1900s, um, Russian, uh, trainers, like they, one of the, uh, what they kind of figured out is that like, in order to win, you have to visualize victory. Like you have to imagine yourself winning. And so Usopp, if he constantly, like if he is imagining the negative, he'll, he'll never win, um. So, but he, so he kind of uses the Sniper King to sort of like, cause it's, you know, he's fighting a a character, you know, with, uh, she can't be touched, she's got powerful minions, uh, uh, she's got a dangerous fruit power that's, uh, you know, fucking him up, like, you know, as Usopp, he can't visualize victory, but as Sniper King, as a hero, he can pretend to visualize victory, he can, so, like, the Sniper King mask is so fucking brilliant, honestly, (laughs) like, in just how much it adds to Usopp's character, I fucking love it, um, and of course, yeah, because he's able to do that. He, he and that what's great is after that he doesn't need the mask. Like once he, uh, you know, defeat he busts open Prona's uh, sanctuary. He's just Usopp for the rest of the fight. Like it's cool, um, and he just fights. And <laughs> no, the arc Sark- <laughs> the Sark is Easter. really really good,
1: because now like yeah, no, this- you you're talking about this and like we just had our discussion on the Sanji fight. So like I'm realizing different things about. Like the characters, and how they play into the fight, and how all the elements of the arc. Ah, oh, it's so good. The,
0: the characters are so good, and the fights. These fights are neat and interesting, and like like that's why I wish I had more to say about the Zoro one because it also Brook also factors into it. So I feel like I should be like you know what separates these characters, but I I had to think more about it. So um, and what I, I couldn't figure it out. Maybe someone <coughs> in the comments will. But uh, what are you gonna say? Well,
1: what I what I also like about this fight is again it's another one of those fights where like it looks at the negative sort of character traits of in this case Usopp but like Mm -hmm. he's going up against another character who also like through the negative hollows and whatnot like also represents those negative traits but there is one trait like that they don't share like that's where Usopp through courage like that's how Usopp is able to win because like he beats her through fear like the the cockroaches were (laughs) toys the what was it the 10 ton (laughs) hammer was a balloon.
0: Yeah, Usopp never would have, like, like, if it was in the reverse situation, Usopp would have been afraid of the bl- the balloon, but he wouldn't have fainted. No, he would have been like, oh, that happened. Okay, you tricked me, you bastard. Like, that's what Usopp would have done. Um, he, he definitely would I don't know if he would have been grossed out by the cockroaches because he wasn't grossed out by the spiders. So it's just like, yeah, Usopp's able to take what he can what he, can, he can do, but uh, Perona can't. So very sad. Uh, she gets beaten, and it's good. And it ties and into Usopp's
1: talk- overall character arc about courage. Oh, my God, uh, it's so yes. good.
0: Yes, it's that's it's that's why it's, it's probably one of my favorites from this arc. And I've I've always liked it like even before I knew about themes, I liked it for just like the strategy elements and just like, you know, how it's 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 good. It's it's a good fight. No,
1: yeah, cuz um, that that's where I started the, our little conversation here. And then like you went in here talking about all like all what it means and I'm
0: like, "Holy crap. Themes. Oh, we're not done yet. I, I, I thought we were done for some reason, but no. We have a uh, Chopper and Robin versus Hogback Sindri, uh, Jigoro and Dogpen. Um so like as a fight like it's probably the weakest because they don't they honestly they're barely even fighting like they mostly just talk. Like this is kind of like Naruto versus Neji almost where they're just talking for most of the fight. Um I mean there's still some good stuff like interactions like um I like how they sort of trick uh Jigoro and Dogpen to to jumping off because the, they're the, the shadows cliff. of
1: Zoro and Sanji <laughs> and yeah, because right, Hogback's so like... an idiot.
0: <laughs> right. Um but like and obviously, the conflict here is that, like, you know, Hogback, he's like, he even says that he doesn't care about people, he was only interested in doing doctor stuff because he got money, and, um, and fame from it, and, like, that that's what got him closer to Sindri, the ob- object of his desires, so it's like, he's like, he's a doctor who doesn't care about people, and Chopper is obviously a doctor who cares very much about people. Like, I think even, like, you know, obviously here Luck, like, he wants to cause happy. like, I think early on, like, yeah, uh, Hogback was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I want to bring people dead back to life, because, you know, it'll make people happier, and Chopper, like, connected to that, because, like, people being happier, you know, healing the heart, that was what Luck was all about, so it's like, of course he'd connect to that, but then, no, Hogback's a fucking monster, Uh, and that's why it's so good, because, like, See, Chopper has, like, such low self-confidence, but even he is able to recognize this guy as a true, like, like I, I, I almost wish he called him an outright monster, but, like, because that would just drive it home more, but, like, yeah, Hogback is a monster, and Chopper recognizes that, like, he recognize, like, this guy is worse than, like, he's not a doctor, even, he's just, he, or, um, what was it, or, yeah, Hogback Steven says, is like, you have no uh, reason to punish me as a doctor because my ideal is deferred, but and Chopper's like, no, I don't even consider you a doctor, <laughs> like... I don't know it's, it's neat so to he, he's like, like the
1: inverse of chopper where like chopper you could is quote unquote as people would call him a monster on the outside but like on the inside he's he's yeah. good but like on on the flip side you look at someone like hogback Puck. he's a monster on the inside even though he appears right. to be you know he... a, a very accomplished doctor but like on the inside right, he's right. he's trash so ah this is also good even though it's not much oh, of yeah. a fight um, but it's yeah yeah the ideas are good.
0: And so, well, because it's like, you know, Hogback's, well, because like, okay, some interesting mechanics of the shadows is like, because we see in this fight, like, Sindri, like, so the the shadows have to, like, because that's, again, freedom is a key key theme in One Piece, so like, Hogback's creating lives, quote unquote, but they're not free, they're slaves. So it's like, that's not an existence that's worth living, like, you know, Chopper even says, like, what's, you know, a, a body that moves is not necessarily alive, so, um... It's, and it's and that which is why he sees that as this corruption of life. But also, so like with Sindri, you have like what might be the, the original body like connecting to what's happening in the present, even though it's like been te- dead for ten years. And then what happens later on with Lola is the human version of Lola remember, like she has like a subconscious memory of from what her soul like she she thinks sees Nami as a she calls her Nami, having never met her before, and like. Or was it Namizo? I forget which one she said, but it's like, yeah, so it's like, there's still a connection between, like, the soul, like, the soul, the shadow goes on, has experiences, and when those experiences come back to the person, like, Hogback could do great things with the zombies, like, imagine, like, like, a a bedridden person who can't see the world, he takes that shadow, the shadow goes, has experiences, and then the, the, the body, it returns the body, and that body somehow gets some, gets some vague small bits of like an actual life you know like he he, but he decides to do like the worst thing with his with the the, this gift and this connection with moria like and you know chopper says you know he's not treating them like he keeps saying like look i made a human i brought a human back to life but chopper's like they're not humans you're not treating them like humans because hogback's a shithead so yeah it's it's neat um
1: maybe there's something to be said about the fact that like he does all these things and then how this quote-unquote fight with Chopper ends is him getting stepped on by his own, like, master creation. So...
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. That's fucking great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, but, yeah, not as great as a fight, but definitely still a, a neat conflict between, you know, the two, even if it was mostly through words. But, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, anyway, the fights are basically over. Um, Absalom steals Nami... Um, because she, he wasn't quite beaten, he was almost beaten, but not quite. As Orz just like starts fucking shit up, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck, what do we do?" Yeah, this is um, again where like the I...
1: conflicts all. This is where they all converge because like you have Luffy is with um, with Orz and uh, Moria, and then like so when the when, when Luffy's shadow goes berserk, then like that crashes through the wall, and it's like Chopper and. Robin, who well, were like, yeah. you know with Luffy originally, <laughs> like they're the ones who kind of get the first reaction of it, because like the wall collapses and their fight gets interrupted.
0: Yeah, well, and they each see individual parts of his body. Like Asanji sees his foot crash through. Uh, Usopp's getting the brunt of it with uh, Orz's face. Like like he's like, right in the the path. Um, like, he's just so big that he, he can't help but affect the entire island, um, which is, well, cause, like, they even point out, like, he's, like, Luffy even says that he's bigger than normal giants, cause, like, Ors is, like, a giant giant, like, he, there's, like, the, the Destroyers, or Moria, are like, giant humans, so, like, or big humans, and he's a big giant, like, he's bigger than normal giants, so, like, goddamn, he's a big dude, um, but yeah, also I love how he's like ready to fight the Straw Pirates and Zoro's like sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So but this is honestly a pretty long fight. Like I think it goes on like goes on for like a good part of a volume. Um because um he's Ars is like tough and resilient. Like he's got Luffy's shadow like cuz he always moves faster than ever, anyone can like they're like, "Oh shit, I forgot he moves really fast." Cuz he's Luffy. Um so like uh, he he actually like crushes everyone at first but they 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 turn out to be all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um I guess overall thoughts uh I I mean I'll, I'll still go through it like piece by piece cuz and there's cuz that's the thing it also goes on so long there's other stuff happening like uh Nami wakes up um Lola helps her and she avenges Lola and takes out Absalom. Um, yeah that,
1: that was also kind of funny Cause like she, she's like oh I, I used this attack Earlier and it didn't work why'd it work now But it's cause like Sanji beat the crap out of him So he was like on course. his last legs
0: And she's like whatever I win And she's like, <laughs> she's, she's, she's just like fist pumping She's so good Nami's good
1: I, I, um... I love it when um, Orz is like looking at his arm like he, Cause he's got the bounties on his arm yes. And he sees the picture of Sanji And looks at Sanji's face and he's like identical <laughs> <They're> same <laughs>
0: And he's the only one in the arc to do that. Everyone else is... Like, the only reason he was in Dogpan's body is because I thought he was a nobody. Yeah, because <laughs> even, even,
1: even Moria, the you know, one of the warlords of the sea, he's like, oh, we found this guy, this blonde-haired guy with no bounty. So, like, even the <laughs> warlord of the sea doesn't get it. But here this stupid zombie gets it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's it looks identical. Like, poor Sanji. <laughs> so it's like he's the stupidity of the photo guy. and
1: the stupidity of the zombie, like, cancel each other out. And so, like, now they're... <laughs> it makes sense
0: because there's 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 two possible explanations for it it's like one is either like look the the shadow still remembers sanji because it's luffy's shadow or the other explanation is because if you remember back on uh like luffy in the past remember he saw the banana gator and he goes hey look a banana and he sees like the animals on gaiman's island and he's like like there's a snake with rabbit ears and he's like hey look a rabbit like he sees like the smaller attributes and takes that as the whole so yeah because it's
1: luffy so yeah that makes
0: sense Right, so so Oris sees the, the, the basic, like, the, the swirly eyebrow, and he's go like, oh yeah, that looks like Sanji. Like, that's it, he only needs the smaller, even though the rest of it, does, like, the lips don't, the face proportions, like, it's all wrong. It's all wrong for Sanji, he gets, like, this cartoon. So, so, it's, so it's both and,
1: stupid, but also, like, if you think deeper about it, it also makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I, I do think the fight is cool because like they, they they do so many team attacks like and here's the moment I talked about I want to mention earlier because okay speaking of like honestly like I, I again the humor is so good like there's the extremely negative bit and then there's pirate docking six giant robot warrior yeah <laughs> where they they combine Tony hey, actually it, gave them a full-on mecha transformation sequence um like not it's great um and Robin's reaction.
1: Yes, yes, because Robin is just like, <laughs> it.
0: I, what, what did she say, like, as a human being? I find it, as a fu- human being, I find this embarrassing, and they're just like... <gasps> and even Ors is like, what? You're not going to do it? Because, of, <laughs> of course, Orz, he's Luffy, he would be interested in that. <laughs> and he gets pissed off. But what I also really like about this moment is, if you remember back when Robin first snuck onto the crew... She was, like, she, uh, helped Luffy with his, like, uh, chopper impression. And she was, like, messing around with her hands. She was, like, being goofy with them. But here, she's not being goofy with them. And what I really like about that is because before... You Know she wasn't really part of the crew, she was lying to get on their good side, but now she's honestly part of the crew so she can be honest about her true feelings. She doesn't want to take part in these shenanigans, and they, you know, of course, they accept it. I mean, they're they're distraught, and like because she did even ors is mad, um, but like they're not gonna like begrudge her for it because they're they're actually a a family, yeah, like they're they're great, it's good, like. She she even she's even like don't ever ask me to dock with you don't, again. <laughs> and they're <just> like like <laughs> Luffy would have done it with us. Who? Why could you betray us? Like, but it's all like in good spirits. So it's like it, it's not like they're actually like mad at Robin. And but it's like I just love that they're you know she's part of the crew, so she's able to be honest with her true feelings in ways that she wasn't at the at uh the start of Jaya and the end of uh, Alabasta It's just it's just a really small thing. Uh, but One Piece has no character development. <laughs> <laughs> but even
1: then, you have, like, Zoro, too. Like, it, he's part of it, but because he didn't know what was going on. So afterwards, he's like, wow, I can't believe they made me do that. That was so embarrassing. Never again.
0: <laughs> oh, man. The humor No, the yeah, yeah. is yeah, so that, good.
1: Rob, Robin's good. That was probably one of my favorite panels of the arc. This arc has so many good moments and, like, oh, so many like, good gags. Well, because,
0: like, they do all this team of attack, and they knock down oars, and it looks really cool. And then, like, next chapter, he's like, aw, my horns are stuck. And they're just, like... Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> like they have all these evil, spooky faces, and Orz is like screaming in terror. Like I, I like the commentary from the zombies because it's like, like uh, they just like have no idea what the fucking like. How, did, how Orz must be playing, or or is, did Orz just get knocked down, or is he playing? Like because he he rolls because he gets knocked over, and like, like they're so fucking strong they could do that. Like, <laughs> and of course the, the Orz is screaming in terror. That they their reaction to that was also good, <laughs> but. uh. So I guess
1: if I were to give my thoughts on this fight, as someone who generally does not like the whole everybody teams up to fight a big threat and all the action stops, um, I yeah I really like this fight. I enjoyed it. Yeah, well,
0: because like the character interactions are great. Or is his he's Luffy, so he's fun on his own. And then like you know he's all he, well. I think it's also like the the fact that he's huge really plays a part in like how they fight him. Like he's not they're not just throwing attacks at him. Like where are they attacking him? How? Like, it's almost like a shit, because actually um, Monster Hunter is one of my favorite game franchises, and it's also very, uh like, where you fight these big monsters and where you attack really matters, because, like, if you're fighting a rock guy who's got his rocks on his back and his f- Front is soft. You'll like your weapons will bounce off his back, and yet ha- so you have to like pay attention to where you're attacking. And this fight has a bit of that, where like you know they're go they're going for the knees, and they're, they're like they uh, when when they do the team of attack, like um you know they may- they get him off of his one foot. Uh, Chopper and Frank attack him in the jaw. Um, then he's only on one uh you know foot, so Sanji knocks it down. It's just like it- it's all the focus on the location of where they're fighting uh fighting or is at, cause this the size is taken into account. You know it- it's really great. Um, <laughs> so yeah um. There is a couple things that happen, um, during the fight, um, so, uh, Bartholomew Kuma! Yeah! <laughs> How did you react to another fucking World of the Sea just showing up, <laughs> like, what's up? What's going on? See... Because <laughs> you, rec- you would have recognized him, so, um. Yeah,
1: yeah, because he was introduced along with, uh, Doflamingo, so... Yes. And yeah, all his designs
0: that was... are so, you know, distinct, it's like you can't forget a character very easily... Was this um, the least...
1: big reveal that like everyone in the comments was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Mathwiz to see this"?
0: Oh, did they say that? Because maybe, um, well, I don't know. Like
1: some people were, I saw were talking about like, "Oh, there's a big reveal next chapter. Can't wait for
0: that." Or next arc. Uh. Oh yeah, because you were like freaking out about the uh the uh um the Garp and Dragon stuff. Because because yeah, he has. It's so long that these characters show up. Then when they do, it's like, and with Kuma especially, because, okay, here's what it an- oh, like I, I say annoyed me, but not really. But it's like. He says some fucking cryptic shit, and I'm just like, fucking... Like, because at the end, he says, like, oh, yeah, I guess Luffy is your son. Huh, dragon? Like, characters just don't know that. Like, that's a big secret in the setting. How the fuck does he know that?
1: Oh, I didn't consider that. Somehow I just kind of took it at face value and was like, yeah, okay. But no, that... Y-
0: yeah. Um, and the other one is, like, um, so when he was talking with Moria, I talk, they were talking about, like, the warlord's position who was filled with Blackbeard... And uh, Morio was like, oh yeah, so that means the balance of power is going to be restored, right? And Bartholomew Kuma was like, uh, i think the opposite, in fact, but never mind that. And I was like, okay, that's interesting, because, like, after the Ace-Blackbeard fight, you know, it's like, oh, this set up, this sets off an uh, incident later. And I'm just like, how the fuck, how the- does Kuma, how smart is this guy? Does he, did he already figure some stuff is gonna happen because Blackbeard's a warlord now? Like, wow, this g- fucking Kuma... He's just a super mysterious guy and he's got a mysterious power because he just makes things vanish like Perona's doing like all her attacks at once and he's just like "Whoop, you're gone <laughs> like See so, yeah oh, that's man. what I'm
1: kind of curious about how his well not entirely sure what all his powers are cuz Perona just disappears and like he asks yeah. like this weird question like where would you want to go on vacation or whatever um And she even answers And like he does that again place. later when he shows up I, th- I think he says that,
0: I don't know if he, he says, says that it, to, like, old said, Straw Hats, but he, he shows says up. it to Moria for sure, because he says Moria. it to Moria, and he's like, I know your power, don't leave me alone. And we do find out his power, because he has the power to repel anything with his paws, which is a fucking crazy power, because he can, like, he, he repels Luffy's, like, pain and, like, fatigue. Like, he repels concepts, like... But is that <laughs> his
1: like... only power? Because, like, again, no, he, with well, how, can... uh, uh, what's her name, uh... I forget Perona, like she just disappears. Um, that and, like so like what did asking the question have to do with that? Because he asked yeah, that... Nami a question and Nami answered the question. So like is something is something gonna happen to Nami? Cause like <laughs> like cause now now I'm all suspicious. Now I don't know. Cause I was like I was like wow is like Nami gonna get like kidnapped
0: or something? Like what? is this the work of an enemy Stand? <laughs> like, that's what you sound like. Well, cause Stands even have like Stands are way more like like. Uh, less grounded like because yeah they'll have powers that activate through like words or breathing like they're way more specific than devil fruits so like the way you're uh, tying the question into it made me think of jojo <laughs> um, well and plus like
1: he so... can like teleport himself so i was like can he teleport people did is that like did he like kidnap perona or something and like could he do that with nami it's so, like i don't know i was like <laughs> i was thinking this was going to be set up for like the next thing because like he just appears there and i was like oh boy
0: yeah but well i also kind of like how it comes back later um like he's still there um but we'll we'll talk about that when we get to that um but, i also um,
1: like how it does just happen out of nowhere because like nami's
0: going
1: like nami's going after them to get the the treasure and it's like oh this seems like it's going to be some wacky hijinks uh but no no <laughs> here's another warlord of the sea just just chilling oh,
0: he's man. just here Fucking just a fucking warlord just boom yeah that's why it's so because it's like the you know the warlords have like a weight to them you know because you know that these and his bounty is not small like it's like two hundred ninety eight so it's like close to where and that's his former bounty so we don't know you know how strong he is relatively so it's like ooh, it's just like, boom, fucking... And I also like the page with him and Moria together, because they're like, well, they're like both really big, but they're also like opposite in body size, whereas uh, Kuma has like a huge upper body, Moria has a huge lower body, so it's like they have interesting contrast with each other. Um, Oh, man. Kuma showing up is really neat, because it's just like so... Like, he doesn't even fit the aesthetic of the arc, he's just like a dude with bear ears, he's not some spooky boy, so he's just like, he's just like here and out of place. Oh, man, it's neat. (laughs) <laughs> but we'll talk about more about him later. Um, so meanwhile, uh, Luffy loses Moria, because well, Moria, um, as we find out, he can just swap places with his shadow, so obviously he just let set his shadow off and then swap places it with it, so then Luffy was stuck in the middle of the woods like an idiot. Um, what um, I do
1: like um, during the fighting with Ors, uh, and while this was cu- sort of happening with Luffy, um like the the straw hats were saying like Usopp and someone they were like oh you know you don't have to fight this guy like you know if luffy can beat moria then you know we're we'll be fine so like you don't have to waste your energy here uh but then zoro had said something along the lines of like luffy's not good with tricks so like they can't really just count on luffy like they have to they have to contribute in their own way because like y- you know moria's crafty so like that's luffy's weakness yeah.
0: Right, right, which, um, is de- I definitely want to comment on that. Well, I guess I'll mention it now because, like, what I think is interesting... Well, uh No, I actually, I definitely want to talk about it later because of how it, L- Moria and Luffy contrast, but that definitely plays into that. Um, well, well I guess I, I can mention this part now because, like, because, like, the crew is saying that they need to not rely on Luffy so much, but at the same time, they do. Because what happens when Moria uses his Shadows Asgard? Luffy does everything, you know? And that's kind of, like if you like for the most part like the arcs are all kind of revolve around what what is luffy doing like luffy had to stop enru because uh, otherwise enru would destroy skypia luffy had to sc- st- stop crocodile because he, he you know he would have continued his plans if he was still still uh, you know conscious and not arrested like um and, you know, as Lobby, if Luffy didn't beat Lucci, Luchi would have, uh, attacked the crew and f- caused more trouble. And, like, even here... But, like, here they're not even, like, doing anything while, like, Luffy attacks, um, Moria. So it's, like, they're relying on Luffy too much, whereas Moria is kind of the inverse, because he tries to rely on his crew for everything, because, like, his motto is, uh, you do it. And, as for why that's the case, uh, I definitely... We'll talk about that when we get to the full fight, but I just... While you've mentioned that, I definitely want to point out that contrast now, because it's not like the crew is, like useless, not at all, they're doing plenty of stuff to help Luffy, but, and help, help out during the arc, but at the same time, Luffy's just, he's got an overpowering presence, so, and I think that's worth mentioning, because it comes up later. Um, so, yeah. Um, did you have any other thoughts on the Moria-Kuma uh, conversation? Because I, or, well, I was, I mentioned stuff about it earlier, but, uh, because they, they mentioned Blackbeard, um, oh, yeah, and the government's worried about another warlord being beaten by Luffy, because, <laughs> uh, And it's actually, like, about to happen. Um.
1: Yeah, it is kind of interesting that we are at this point in, like, the... We're getting to, like, the climax of the arc. Like, this is the final battle setting. And, like, Moria's not even present. Like, he's just sort of, like, disconnected from it. Because he's like, oh, what what do they mean uh, we're going to lose another warlord of the sea? You don't think I can win? Even though, like... So it's like he's not even involved when we are, like, at the climax of the arc.
0: Right, right. Well, which like, is which hey, well, is just he, interesting because that's who Moria
1: is, because like like you said, he, he has other people fight for him, and I guess that's what also kind of helps make make the fight against uh, Oars a little more interesting, is because like obviously it's like thematically relevant because like he's fighting from like with that, within side. Ors Yeah, so, well, it's like...
0: like, it's funny, because after, after Kuma mentions that, like, Moria goes in to fight, uh, n- not directly, because he is fighting from within Ors. but, um, and it also factors into, sort of, like, the ambition fact, because they both want to be Pirate King, Luffy and Moria, but, like, Moria wants everyone else to help him do it, but, like, well, because, like, oars is just, he's just fighting the Straw Hats, and then he gets, like, um, th- then once he gets Moria inside of him, he fucking, like, he, he beats them. Like, uh, they, like, they bring the salt, it was useless, um, like they keep fighting, but like he eventually just like t- t- beats the Straw Hats pretty much. Like like they're even doing the shadow. Th- he's stretching the shadows. And everyone's like pulling out even new more team attacks. Like Nami and Brook have come in, so they've got even more. But they're still not able to beat uh, Moria or and and Oris together. Because it's like, um, well, because because I guess like yeah, Moria is fighting fighting now. Is what? Well, because like the other thing with Oris is that like he's Luffy without the desire to be Pirate King, because Moria took that desire from him. Like, Luffy even says that, like, hey, or Shadow, you know, if you want to be Pirate King, stick with me. Um, because, But, um, so, but, so like, Orz is, like, the the power, but not the ambition. So it's, like, you know, of course, you know, the straw, but um, this way he was just sort of fighting even with the straws, and then Moria, the ambition came in, and then he wins. But then Luffy comes back, and that goes into Moria's fight, which we'll talk about, um, if that made any sense. <laughs> I'm all over the place a bit. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see Moria systematically, like, drop the Straw Hats. Like, I um Did you have any thoughts on that part of the fight? The uh, uh, Moria and Ors versus the Straw Hats?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it does just kind of ultimately boil down to... Like, this is... What I think is also sort of interesting is that this is the first time, I think... I think this is the first time in One Piece that we've had the main character fights a big villain, and, like, everyone watches on from the sidelines and, like, cheers yeah. him on. Um, almost like a Fate I mean, of the World fight, even though it's obviously not yeah, Fate of the World in like, this instance.
0: I mean, I th- that kind of happened in Skypiea, but the difference is, that I noticed, is that, like, in Skypiea, the others couldn't get to Enaru and Luffy, but in this case, like, they were there. They could have fought, um, but, like, they did against, like, well, cause, like, so, like, Nightmare Luffy comes in, he beats Moria and Orz, and then, um... Or, he, well, he beats Or but then, well, he doesn't really, because, like, Orz is still, like, able to stand after that, and then they team up to beat Orz, so it's, like, you know, they're not completely beaten, and, you know, Luffy's not fighting completely alone either, but, like, after that, like, the other Straw Hats kind of don't do much, so, um, but, yeah, well, because, like, I guess that goes back to, like, the whole, like, um, the unity thing and the ambition thing, because, like, they beat Ors to get like, they're only able to beat Ors when all of the Straw Hats are working together, pretty much, like, even Luffy, like, they're, well, they're only able to finish him off. Like, even Nightmare Luffy alone doesn't truly beat Orz. Well, yeah,
1: because um, even then, like, um, I specifically remember they had done all the damage, like, they were working on the arm uh, yeah. for, you know, their fight. And then, like, Luffy kind of does the final blow or whatever, like, be- but Yo. he could only really, like, deal that much damage Yo. because the other Straw Hats had kind of worn him down. So, like, it's not right, right. just Luffy all by himself doing it. At least in that oh, yeah, or particular Night- case,
0: well, and well, like, cause the other shots wore him down. The nightmare Luffy did mo- did a lot of damage, and then, at, well, even after that, like, they don't do direct hits on ores. Luffy's the one who does the final blow, but everyone else like does the setup. You know, like they freeze the the legs. Uh, they the Sanji wraps the chain around him. Uh, they they to get his spine straight. You know, Chopper has the medical knowledge to to direct uh, everything. You know, Zoro. Um, hits him with 3,000, like he finally successfully uses 3,000 worlds for the first time in the manga, even though it's his, it's his fan, it's the fan favorite best Zoro attack, and that helps, uh, get Orz's back straight for when Luffy does the final blow, so it's like, yeah, they, they all help and team up in the end, even if they're all not dealing direct damage, um, you know, Luffy is the one who does the final blow, too, um, so final thoughts on, uh, did you have any other thoughts on Nightmare Luffy or Orz in general before we move on? If you want to skim through Nope, your...
1: we can just jump straight in.
0: All right, because after that, um, you know, Luffy, uh, you know, he's, you know, uh, cooling down from there, Luffy, it seems like it's over, but then we get some really interesting stuff from Moria, um, because, he, you know, he, he he comes out of uh, Orz's belly, and he's got some things to say because he basically says that, you know, um, like, you know, he's, he, that Luffy, like... You know, even if he's able to be Moria, he's not able to survive in the new world because, like, he's got his underlings, but they'll all die. And like, because like, uh, it like this page does these two pages do so much for Moria because it explains like like he had his crew because we found he fought Kaido, uh, uh, the, who's currently an emperor, um, and. Like, he lost his whole crew, and so it's like, he doesn't want to, like, so he has these zombies because he doesn't want to form new attachments. You know, he's too afraid to lose his crew again. Um, so he, you know, he's got all these expendable zombies, and, uh, well, because it's like, you know, and, and again, it's like, it's interesting in contrast with Brooke, because Brooke is willing to make new connections, he, he joins with the straw, it's like, yeah, he could lose them again, but he's still willing to try, whereas Moria doesn't want to try, like, honestly, I'd almost say, like, lo- that Moria loves his crew too much, like, he almost, Moria's very extreme of a character, I think, because it's like, after he loses his crew, he just doesn't want anything, like, he, he has the bare minimum, like, a couple guys to manage the zombies, the guy who makes them, and then a bunch of zombies but like and of course after he loses ores like here's the thing about moria's power it's really fucking strong like think okay stop for i, I want you to explain how many different things can moria do with his devil fruit power from what you remember uh he can
1: control the shadows he can take shadows away from people um he can absorb the shadows into himself he can swap spots with his shadow.
0: Yeah, so it's like he's got so many fucking abilities because like cutting away shadows knocks people out for like th- a few days it's supposed to. So it's like it, it, in daylight it's an insta-kill move if he doesn't want the shadow because now you don't have a shadow, you're in daylight, you just fucking die. Oh, he can die also have because- his own shadow fight for him. Exactly, and like, and the thing with Sha- the th- thing with Shadows Asgard is like the whole part of the reason Moria is not able to like easily win is because he decides. Because again, the extremes he takes all a thousand shadows. If he had just taken one hundred shadows, like think about how much damage Ni- Nightmare Luffy toyed with ores, Okay, with just a hundred shadows, Moria would be would have easily just destroyed the Straw Hats and like because he's kind of like losing himself. Like he's like barely able to eat- contain the shadows. He's so big, like. He, but again, because he went to that extreme, like, he doesn't, because he doesn't try, he's not able to understand the nuances of his power. Like, because it's such a, he can build an army, he he did build an, build an army, but it's like, he's just not, he, he's got a really strong power, but he's not utilizing it in the ideal way. Like, that, that it could be utilized in, like, if he was a smarter character who was more proactive, like, he'd be fucking unstoppable with that devil fruit power, I swear to God, it's too strong. <laughs> but it's just like, it, it's perfect because it's in the hands of this lazy fuck. But, um, so it's like, but, but he doesn't want to try because he doesn't want to know the fear of failure. Like, he wants everyone, like, if someone else fails, okay, he'll just find someone else. Like, he was even saying that with oars, they can capture even stronger pirates and get even stronger shadows. Like, with time, he's, he can have the strongest crew in the world, but, uh, Luffy comes in and ruins everything. Um, so yeah, did you have any, uh, final thoughts on the Moria fight? Because I actually do have a little bit more to say, but I've been talking for too long. I think,
1: uh, I think I already kind of basically said what I had to say about it. Okay. Um. cause I mean, I do like the aspect that up until this point, uh, Moria hadn't really been fighting. Like, like I said, he was using his shadow to fight Luffy, so he didn't have to do it. He was using ores to fight, so he didn't have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. and he had all the zombies and whatnot and he had all his minions, so, like, the whole running thing with him was that he wasn't really doing anything. Like, he was, all his battles were being fought for him. He wasn't really, I mean, like, yeah, he was helping Orr's, like, using his own powers to kind of help the fight, uh, but he wasn't, like, directly on the front lines or whatever. Like, he was, you know, joined up, or I don't know how to say it, but, yeah, you basically already did. Um, And so here, like, he finally goes to do something on his own, and he completely screws up.
0: See, I'm not even sure if that's quite the case. Because, see, what kind of happens is... Because Luffy combines his two gears and does, like, gear three and two at the same time. Which Chopper even warns could is likely to fuck up his body. Um, meanwhile, M- Mori is also doing a desperation move in that he's taking... So, like, they're kind of, like, fighting on the same level in that they're both using desperation moves. But what I think is interesting is because of how the fight... Like, how it ends is, like, Mori gets crushed by the, the mansion that he knocked down. But, like... The way I see it is like I feel like if they kept fighting, like through if the 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 sun wasn't a thing, like I, it could go on for longer. But like, cause they're fighting on kind of the same level. But like, Moria basically kind of gives up. Like he says, like you know what? He's like, you think you can do go to the new world? Then go. You know, the real nightmare is waiting for you in the new world. Yeah. Like he wa- he wa- he's he wants Luffy to go through the same pain of losing his crew that he did. He wants Luffy to suffer. But so he he basically like, he gives up. All like I think that. I, I, maybe this is just my interpretation, but I do think that Moria, like Moria, maybe could have held, held. Like he's conscious there. Like the the pillar just fell on him, but he's able still able to form like sentences. Like, so I think that he could have held on to some of the shadows for a little longer, and like the Straw would have gotten disintegrated by the sun, and he would have won. But yeah, he gave I up. definitely
1: it, agree that I think that he was sort of like he saw something like some of himself in Luffy, and that like someone who believed that they could do all this yeah. on their own. So like he wanted and, and, to see. He wants Luffy to go out there
0: and fail. And like... Right, it's it's the Obito thing almost, where it's like he sees his past self in the protagonist, and he wants the. It's just like a different like with Obito, he was directly challenging Naruto there, whereas with Moria, he's he he doesn't he he's saying you do it he, to whatever p- pirate might uh, fuck over Luffy in the new world. He's because n- Moria doesn't do things himself, so it's like ah, oh, it's such a perfect ending like to the fight because it's so res with just how like how Moria like Moria's great honestly. Like holy shit, he's a, he's an interesting villain, even though it's like he. he So, like, he doesn't even get like a flashback or anything. He just gets this, like, one, a few lines of like what happened to him. That's just everything makes sense. And the way the fight ends, uh, Moria's really interesting, (laughs) I think. Um, so yeah, it it was, it was really, it was a really neat way to end it, I think. Um, and of course, so it's in the, um, oh yeah, they kind of explain, like, because everyone's, like, body was disintegrating, but then they just come back, which makes sense because, like, again, as with the Oris fight, um, you know, Moria's. The, sh- the The body can take the form of the shadow when the the um the mori is involved, so it's like the shadow is fine and then it gets back to the body, so the body's fine now, even though it's just been disintegrating, so yeah, I guess it it works <laughs> but yeah, we see scenes of everyone um reacting um and it because well, we heard kaido's name earlier, but this is the first time we hear that he's one of the four emperors like on the tier of like white bird and shanks, so um yeah. And then we see um, Margarita, who was the Sindri shadow owner. And like I said, she's, things have gotten better for her. Um, and everyone's fine. Luffy's out. Moria's is out. Um, Lola's crew thanks the crew, everyone. And did you have any final thoughts on that? Or shall we get into Kuma return?
1: Yeah, I, originally I was a little sort of thrown off by like l- the introduction of like Lola's pirates. Because at first I was like... Well, usually Oda will, like, set this stuff up beforehand, so it was like, oh, this is a little weird that these kind of... these This crew sort of came out of nowhere. But, uh, obviously, that wasn't entirely the case, because, like, Lola was the the... The boar person who Nami yeah. befriended, so like, right. yeah, it it all worked out in the end. Um, well, because
0: even when the old man was talking about everything, there was like other people in the trees who were like, yeah, beat Moria, like, uh, please, and the, or help. You know, oh yeah, then, that's um, true. That's true. You're right. So it's not like there was they were so yeah they did kind of come at, but they were they were implied to be there. Like they were they were part of the uh, the, 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 the Moria victims group. <laughs> um, so yeah, the yeah, um, yes. Um. But yeah. Anyway, um, then so yeah, Na- Kuma Nami, like well he's like Sh- Nami's like oh shit, there's another warlord and sure enough he's like because he reports on the uh, defeat and um you know because uh you know a war- like warlords are supposed to be like you know they've got this valuable title from the government so uh, they can't just uh you know if they they can't get beaten by some random nobody um I mean even though Luffy's not quite a random nobody at this point he uh, brought down any of his lobby but they're. You know they're not gonna fire Moria from the Warlords uh, for losing because uh, they're just gonna uh, kill everyone so that the story doesn't get out. (laughs) And Moria's like, or Akuma's like, all right, it's a simple task. Yeah, (laughs) because
1: Kuma had said some interesting things. Like he, well, I guess I'm getting a little more into the fight. Um, so that's fine. But yeah, he says like, you know, because he's kind of like not the same cyborg as like Frankie, but like he's he said he was like, you know, a tool. Of the government, and like he really—he's—he's another one of those characters who just kind of acts on orders. He just goes out and does what he's told. Yeah, but then like it was interesting because the way the arc ended, he didn't really
0: like. I—I'm
1: still a little confused on what happened there, like why he stopped.
0: Yeah, no, that's well, because like uh, Kuma's really weird, and like even speaking from having known the whole series, there's still like major things we don't know about him, like so. Um we we do we do know a little bit more, but it's like like again that line with him mentioning a dragon at the end it's like it's like uh, what? Uh, well cause he's he's comparing luffy to dragon like he say, he knows that dragon has excellent friends he know because he says the line is like you have exceptional friends he like to luffy so, and he's like like so what do you know about dragon kuma <laughs> Oh man, and he has a connection to Vegapunk, the scientist we learned about last time um like. God damn, like, Kuma. So, yeah, his actions are definitely mysterious at this point. Because, like, yeah, he he's supposed to be... Moria says that he's the one who just follows the uh, government's orders. So you'd think he'd be kind of, like, um you know, like Lucci in that way. Not necessarily, like, motive-wise, but at least in action-wise. But at the same time, like, he doesn't kill any... Like, he doesn't even kill... Like, he, he, he leaves Zoro to die, but he does it in a way that, like, Zoro da- happens to not die. Um, so, yeah. Because, um, like, and even it says that, like, oh, yeah, I'll just... Or... You know, um, I just need I just need Luffy's head to appease the government. Like, So he's even kind of, like, doing the bare minimum to appease the government, even though he's supposed to do their orders. So, um, yeah, he's definitely not quite what the government... or what Moria thinks he is. So it's weird. Um.
1: It was also sort of interesting that this just kind of happens immediately. Like, here we just had this major fight with Moria, and then Kuma's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just take out the survivors. And so, like... And, like, Luffy's in no condition to fight, like, Luffy's unconscious, so, you get to see, like, some moments from, uh... See, what I think was also really interesting was when the Straw Hats all kind of, like, tried to gang up on him, and they did their various attacks, so, like, Sanji, or Zoro starts fighting him, and then Zon- Sanji jumps in to, like, attack him, and immediately Kuma is just like, oh you're Blackfoot Sanji, like, you're, like, even with the, the messy poster, like, he immediately recognized this is Sanji, and then when he gets sniped by Usopp, he doesn't, even though Usopp's face wasn't shown, he doesn't goof around, he's like, okay, so that's the Sniper King, so, like, he immediately knows who everybody is, like, he What? He does An intelligent his job.
0: character in my One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> There's not supposed to be intelligent characters in One Piece. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not dumb. Which was cool. Oh man, that's funny. Um, also, yeah, I like, yeah, I like how like, now that
1: you put it that way, I like how my reaction is like, "What a smart character in One Piece! That's so cool." <laughs>
0: yeah um though i also like the moment where it's like i heard that luffy has uh underlings who aren't without talent and the other guys are like oh you're making me blush because like, <laughs> well because yeah Luffy's so overshadowing that them getting recognition they're happy of course they are well robin doesn't care but everyone, uh, everyone else is like oh yeah <laughs> it's it's good um but yeah so like Zoro tries to fight um like he he, he sort of takes everything onto himself uh in both like the start of the fight but it, it doesn't turn out and then as everyone else sort of interferes um and then he turns out to be a fucking cyborg like way more high-tech looking than Frankie honestly like with his machinery that we see on his shoulder um and he's fucking a fire, fight fire, he fires a fucking laser beam like <laughs> um so yeah um what did you think about the the Zoro's, uh, sacrifice? Like, well, cause you even have Sanji who's like, he even comes in, he's like, I'll do it. And then Zoro doesn't let him though. Um, and then, yeah. what did you think about that?
1: Well, see, like I had said with, um, Nami, like I almost thought that, especially like where he, when he comes in, he says like, you know, I'll take, uh, you know, I'll spare everyone if I can just, you know, take the head of Straw Hat Luffy. So like I was Figuring somebody was gonna get like taken to prison or something here, like I figured oh, that's okay. what was gonna happen. Um, which I guess uh, not fully wrong, but not yeah. not right in the in the way that I was thinking. Um, so it was interesting. Like that sounds like a very Zoro thing to do. Is you know I will you know, sacrifice myself, so I was wondering, like, is Zoro gonna get taken, or is he gonna take both of them to kind of compensate Luffy's bounty, but that's obviously not what happened, because Zoro attacks him, uh, and then you get the moment where he, where Kuma, like, extracts Luffy's suffering, like, his damage, and gives that to Zoro, and, like, see, I, I'm, like, I don't know what to really make of this situation yet, because, like, like, because Zoro said he would do that, and, like, you know, it's all about honor yeah. or whatever, so he's like, you know, you as an honorable person, you can't, you know, deny me or whatever. But he's like, okay, but I'm going to show you hell, and then he...
0: they, Yeah, he <laughs> does the thing. Yeah, so, like, and
1: <laughs> so, then he just leaves him there, which I don't... I don't understand. Like, well, I I, guess maybe tr- Zoro won th- his, like, respect or something by, like, taking... Because, I don't know, like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, to make well, of this situation.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Kuma's definitely weird, but, like, I mean, because I've already mentioned, like, Sanji's also self-sacrificing. Like, he delivered... He, he like, got up and, like, like tried to self-sacrifice himself for... Instead of Zoro, but Zoro, you know, also... Like, yeah, well, I guess that was um, also
1: kind of interesting, is that Zoro... You could say, well, like... You know he hates San- Sanji, so maybe he didn't want to let Sanji share the glory. But uh, it seemed <laughs> no, more like no, you it's... know he did kind of care about Sanji a little bit, like. No, he, he
0: definitely cares about the Strauts. Like they fight a lot, but there's st- like they're still able to work together. They like, but and you know they're still allies, so it's like. So like yeah, he said and, he um...
1: was going to take the sacrifice. Like he wasn't gonna like he wasn't going to have anybody else share that burden with him because he didn't want them to suffer. Something if that's what it felt like at least.
0: Right, well, because he even mentions the honor part, like, because it's like, he said that he would let his head, but he didn't, he didn't take the easy way out when Sanji offered that path. He decided, like, yeah, I decided to, you know, to be, to die, or, you know, um, meet whatever fate you have in Luffy's place. And so, Kuma literally gives Zoro Luffy's, uh, like, fate, pretty much, in in the form of his pain, almost, you could say, um... And yeah, well cuz like I, I will say that like cuz self-sacrifice uh, you know it did gen- generally is not rewarded as far as the story goes. Um like um I, like I mentioned a bit with Sanji like he uh the only kind of kind of the, the one exception was with Eneru, where he uh saves Nami and Usopp but like you know he goes into the water to keep Zoro from doing it, and like yeah, he kept Zoro from doing it. But at the same time, he wasn't needed in the water, and in fact, he got fucked over for it. You know, Vivi all tried to do it, Robin did it, Nami did it with Arlong and Enies Lobby those two. Um, so it's like so yeah, so, so yeah in this in this arc alone, like yeah, Zoro's self sacrifice. He gets really wounded, but he saves the day. Um, so. Um, I'll I'll just leave that hang there. Yeah, because uh, even then, then I'm off. not
1: entirely sure if he did save the day. So like I don't know. I'm still, the word is still well, like, out on yeah, how it, I feel it, about yeah. this moment because I feel yeah, like there's it, more that I don't have. There's more context yeah, not, I'm missing.
0: Yeah, it's not resolved per se. And yeah, but but I I, I I I will say that like Kuma left, and that's what was most important. Like the strong warlord of the sea who wrecked the entire crew without trying. Basically, I mean they were wounded. Uh, to be fair, but like he beat them and yeah um but he's gone and that's you know it's fine so that's that's another thing i
1: really like that i forgot to mention um was when he like builds up that big like pressure shockwave thing and it just like levels the whole place like that that's (laughs) another one of those like big displays of power that's very shonen and it it was great (laughs) love it
0: um yeah kuma's interesting even though he's like so like, like he's like he's almost the anti-one piece character he doesn't emote a lot he's intelligent like are you it's only his design that's really weird like otherwise it'd be like what manga did you come from because it wasn't one piece but yeah that's all. that's also what like
1: makes it makes him work is because he is not very one piece so like it feels kind of jarring to be honest like he just yeah, he- appears like immediately at the the end of that fight and so it's like it feels it's very uh, what's the word? Unsettling, maybe um, right. for like and, the story that One Piece is, tends to I, I tell, which I like.
0: Because like, because you made the Lucci comparison and how he just like follows orders, and of course he he doesn't quite um, do follow orders. Like he didn't do the exact like to the letter at least. But he's he he doesn't like take like sick pleasure in it from what we've seen. Like Lucci was a murderous asshole who just like he he likes it because it, you know he 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 likes doing orders because it gives him what he wants. You know Kuma just does orders for an unspecified motive. You know. Um, so even then it's like, he's, he's, he's almost like deliberate, like he, he's also like a cyborg. So that helps, but he's like deliberately without character almost. It, it's weird. And like, it, like you said, it makes him more unsettling. And I, I might say robotic, um, so, which is, which is part of the point. Like he even said, like, or did he say that he was a tool of the government or did someone say that? Yeah. I yeah. Think so like, or yeah. So, or no, he said that when he was talking about the fact that he was a cyborg. So yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's there. It's all there. Um. So anyway, um, we see Hogback and Absalom escaping with Moria, um, they talk about the whole, uh, Ace thing, cause, uh, we you know, he's an Imple Down, awaiting execution, whereas, um, and of course- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, of- yeah, let's, let's talk about now Blackbeard Marshal D. Teach is now a Warlord of the Sea, which, it didn't immediately click in my head until, like, this moment actually happened, but, like, now that, like, the fight with Ace is now, like, the trigger, like, it, it's the trigger because now, like, because he's a warlord of the sea, now Ace is, like, captive, and, like, because he's a pirate, but, like, it's before <laughs> right. it was just, like, a fight between two pirates, but now it's, like, the government versus a pirate, oh my god, and yes, now, like... That's clearly the the trigger for the next arc. Like, that's the setup, is that, oh, Ace got captured, and it's Luffy's brother, and his life is in trouble. It's in danger because of the the paper that they set up all the way back in Alabasta, (laughs) and it came back up here, and it seems like it's also setting up a future story beat that I just don't know yet, because it's like, oh, I know someone in the new world. Yeah,
0: well, and in, in itself, like, the the whole Ace and Blackbeard stuff, that goes back to Drum Island, so it's, like, how far... It goes back, like, fucking almost 300 chapters at this point. Um, Fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> fucking Oda. Oh, man. But, yeah, so, um, they're all... They're, we're, they're doing the recuperating thing. Um, they're Luffy's eating cheese, because that's all they have. Um... And Lola meets uh, Na- um, Nami, and you know the way you talk about earlier with the salt, soul- with the the shadows thing. Because Nami, I love that Nami gives away treasure. Yeah, just like a storm is coming, like hell is frozen over. Like they're like they're just freaking out. <laughs> like it was such the, you know. a good
1: it was such a good character moment for Nami because like y- it shows that like. Even if yeah. she, like, values treasure so highly, like, she also values friendship. So, like, yeah, she's exactly. willing to give away that treasure. It's, oh,
0: it's so good, Nami's so good. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she is very greedy, but, like, she's, um, well, because, like, with Luffy, he's like, can I have, some, He's can I have this little, like, wristband? And Nami's like, eh, whatever, it's just, it's just a, a, an accessory piece, you can take it. But, like, with Lola, she gives her, like, a whole armful, because, um... You know, she, because they, well, her shadow, it wasn't even technically her. It was just, like, yeah, but even though they still have that connection through the shadow. But, yeah, Lola, okay, and that's her personality, too. Like, even if it was a different person with, quote, unquote, they're still very similar personalities. Like, that was a Lola who saved Nami, you know, and was, they became friends, so it's neat. (laughs) So, um, yeah. But, anyway, um, so, yeah, there, oh, oh, yeah, the, go, um, they're, uh, they're partying, and the Risky brothers are about to tell about what Zoro did, um, and Sanji takes him aside and hears it on his own. Um, I think I had something to say. Oh, I guess I, will, I want to say something. I was looking through my notes again, <laughs> and I guess I forgot to say. Well, because like, the chapter where Zoro sacrifices himself was called uh, Straw Hat Pirates uh, Pirate Hunter Zoro. So, it's, it's got, like, his full title, basically. Like, the crew he's on in his title. And I want to say... Because I feel like that's going to be the start of a, an, of another trend with the number... Like, similar to the numbered chapters. Where the numbered chapters happen where, where every uh, Straw Hat, like, fully joins. I feel like... Like, I, I'm wondering if we're going to get these, like, bounty title chapters where the crew... Because that's what Zoro does is he offers his life so that Luffy can become Pirate King. You know, like, in the beginning of the series, he said, like... Hey Luffy, if you get in the way of me becoming the strongest swordsman in the world, I'll make sure you slit your belly. But now he's the opposite. He's slitting his own belly for Luffy's sake, like basically. So and it also I'm just if, like in oh, that sense
1: that? as well. But also like he starts off as the the pirate hunter, uh, but like now <laughs> here he is like willing to offer his life for a pirate. So it really shows right. that like we. He, he's. Got, he, I mean, if there was any doubt left, like we've fully hit the point where like he's a pirate. How do like, you
0: just yeah. Just shove the cover character uh, development in the faces, right? But, like, so I, I just saw the... I, I always see that title, and I wonder if the others... Like, if there's going to be a chapter like that for every Straw Hat eventually. Like, a, a Straw Hat Pirate's Cat Burglar Nami, where she shows her absolute dedication to the crew. You know, something like... Uh, um, Straw Hat Pirate's Cotton Candy Liver Chopper. Some, stuff like that. I, I wonder if we're going to see those eventually. Um, it'd be neat. Um, and it makes sense for Zoro to get the first one, because he's the first member of the crew. Um... But, yeah, so anyway, um, uh, so yeah, Sanji learns about, uh, Zoro's, uh, self sacrifice. Um,
1: and Robin and... uses her powers to eavesdrop, <laughs> so she gets in on it yeah. too.
0: Well, because it's like, like the Risky Brothers, they're like, oh, they they think it's cool. But, like, um, you know, as I said, like, I don't think self sacrifice is ultimately rewarded in this story. So, like, Sanji keeps it quiet because it's not something to be proud of. You know, like, he even says, like, Luffy wouldn't be, do you think that Luffy would be happy about that? And, like, yeah, he convinces, uh, um, the the risky brothers to keep quiet and later Brooke, of course we find out that Brooke does know and he's um you know thankful and it, it, and also like it gets him um you know he's a uh, you know gets more attached to the crew um, now what
1: what i thought was interesting there was that um like sanji maybe i'm misreading the scene but it almost seemed like he was more so like trying to keep the information away from luffy like i know yeah. zoro also didn't really do it for recognition but I don't know. It seemed like it was more about keeping it a secret from Luffy, and I feel like there's gonna be some sort of... Like, maybe there won't be a direct consequence for that, but I feel like Luffy knowing would probably... Like, I don't know, I feel like Luffy knowing in maybe. this instance would kind of be better, because like, maybe he'd have to curb his uh, strategy a little more, or the way he approaches things, because I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm just yeah, extrapolating that's- that's- things a little... Maybe That's I'm good. reaching.
0: Um, but, I, you know, there's there's more to the story, though. So we'll talk. We'll, we'll probably talk about it later. Um, yeah, I don't want so an anyway. answer. I'm just <laughs> throwing out thoughts, predictions. So anyway, uh, everyone's partying. Uh, Luffy and Brooke talk about Laboon. Um, and Brooke find, finds out that Laboon is, in fact, still there. And, you know, his, like, because that's the thing, you know, his he, he's, he's, he has it, oh, 50 years, anything could have happened to Laboon. Even when he saw him, he was being hunted by poachers, uh, one of whom happened to be uh, the Princess of Alabasta. but never mind that. <laughs> Um, so it's like, you know, and, and so it's like, um, that, that sort of like, uh, not, but now he knows, now he's got every, you know, he's got everything back. He knows Laboon's there so he can go deliver the last performance. He's got his shadow back. Like there's no more, you know, ties to his past and he's able to move forward. Like, um, and then we get the flashback where we see the Rumbar Pirates and little teeny baby Laboon. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. Um, um. See and then see. So yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we kind of already know the story, but it, I mean, it's interesting to see Brooks' uh, old design when he was alive. Um, so and but yeah, um, they they just do their adventures in the West Blue. They 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 do they try to uh, get you know, um, him to stay behind in the West Blue while they go in the Grand Line. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, they stay there for for a few months with Crocus before going on their adventure. Um, See, it's like, as a flashback, I think it, like, again, we, we already have a lot of the information, so, like, most of it is just, like, fine. Then it, but then, <laughs> then we see what Brooke, like, living alone on the ship. <laughs> this poor fucking guy, man. Uh. <sighs> like, the one part where he's, like, sleeping, and he, he, he's woken up by his crew, and he's like, hey, oh, you weren't dead, and then, oh, yeah, they were, like, Jesus fuck.
1: Yeah cuz it was like this point of like what is what is reality what is a dream like ugh.
0: like the cabin fever of just like staying being here alone and losing your fucking mind like but he he was able to, like the he had the one you know his, his afro hit in the the concert that the like the, the of and the the tone dial of the uh their their last performance like keeping him sane so it's like that's all he has left What I also and,
1: do kind of like about this flashback um maybe maybe you know maybe i'm misinterpreting it again but i feel like it it's it's very it implies very dark things without like fully dwelling on them like i feel like oda tried to keep it Still, sort yeah, of like that, he lighter definitely t- does
0: that. Like, there's uh, potential implications of like really, th- and some even less impl- implications. But it's like if you're if you know, like it, it's ooh, there's some shit later. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's definitely he does dark things. But he has it's it's overall a very a light uh, uplifting idealistic story. So he he kind of uh, tones them down or doesn't directly you know it's well, like he, stuff. I mean, like I feel not like he recognizes adults, but, that these things are yeah. dark,
1: and it's not like he's shying away right. from showing that darkness. But he also like again like with, like this is this flashback is happening at the end of the arc so it's like more of the uplifting point like right. we've just had the big climax so it would it, it's like, the
0: kind of stuff like you read as a kid and you're like oh yeah Brooke, this funny skeleton guy and then you reread it as an adult yes. and you're like oh Holy shit! This is grim. Like, yeah, it, it's just, like yeah, that, you just that's... realize, you just think about it, and it's like, whoa, that's the, it, it. Takes on a new perspective when you have more like knowledge of the subjects in at hand. Because again, like, uh, Bro- like Brook's a, he's a, such a goofy guy, but he's also a really dark character, and I think that's interesting just because yes. of the shit he's been through. Yeah, that's a good um, way to put it. And then, yeah, and then so anyway, uh, his whole crew gets hit by poisoned weapons. um You know, they they realize they're all gonna die except Brook. So they decide to leave, you know, a legacy, you know, the will. And and they all sing. Uh. And and I got you to watch the... um, I actually watched, um, for the first time, the English dub of the scene. And it works better with the lyrics because one part that fucking hit me was... um, there's a part of the song, Binx's brew or Binks' sake, where they talk about sort of like the ship leaving and, you know, it could, you know, there's, there's a sadness to it, but you know, keep your memories cause they'll never fade. And it's like, you know, it's that's death basically. And that, that part, they play it they, during the anime. They have that part going while Brooke is alone on the ship, singing that part. And uh, so that's making me cry already. <laughs> and then we get to the, the last part of the, the flashback where, Oh, we're down to a quartet and then he starts counting down. Ugh. Solo, <laughs> oh, fucking god! Like, Brooke has to be happens to be the last one alive. Even to just like the, uh, he can't even be the first. Like he can't even like see the some of the uh, you know crew be alive when he dies for the first time. Like goddamn, uh, this poor dude. Uh, but yeah, then we get the the eighth person. Um, so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just to say, I, I cried a lot watching... Because I watched it both while I was reading. Because, like, honestly, like, the music... The anime really just enhances it, because the music is just nice. Because the anime usually stretches stuff out, so it's like sometimes you'll get good stuff, and sometimes they will add stuff that's good, but, like, so a lot of times it doesn't work. And But the, with music, they can't stretch it out, because it's a song. I mean, they do kind of do with the... But even the the manga does that. Um, so But it's like, so... Um there's actually another musical bit coming up in the anime soon that I'm curious about. Um but yeah, this one was also it's it's really good in the anime. It's probably one of my favorite scenes and of course I cry like a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, um you probably didn't cry though, right? Or did No you?
1: no, it didn't get me, but I do recognize the the emotions there. Um one thing I did think was kind of interesting was how like this this was integrated into the manga. Like obviously there's no sound or anything to convey it, but just the way like Oda did his montage of panels, and he also had like you know the li- like the way he divided up the page and like had the lyrics up top and yeah, the panels. Yes. It was it was just it, it was interesting.
0: Yeah, it's neat in both, but um like I, I also like the song like I I know the Japanese lyrics a little better because I've been listening to it for I mean hearing it for longer, but like oh it's it's good, <laughs> and you know like after all that nightmare like he's finally just like I'm glad I lived and. He joins the crew for sure this time. And we even get the number, the eighth person. I
1: love the big spread where he's sitting at the (laughs) piano and Luffy's like up top and, and he's like, can I join your crew? And Luffy's like, sure. And it,
0: ah, it's, ah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, cause like, that's the thing about manga is like, just the fact, like the, different panel sizes like it just gives it like you could imagine this panel as being smaller but because it's given like uh, you know it's across two pages it just has that much more weight to it like it's so and sure yeah because it's a crewmate joining and that's always a big celebration and everyone's you know happy and it's great
1: yeah uh, i don't i don't know if cuts. i'd say this is my favorite moment of a crew member joining but um it's just great. I just really <laughs> like that panel. Like Luffy's just like up top being Luffy, just kind of lazing around. But I don't. It just feels really heartwarming. <laughs> it feels very. It's a very warm feeling panel. I like it.
0: Uh, One piece is so good. We're almost done with the arc. So um, yep. Brooke introduces himself properly. Um, and yep. And then they they, they uh, make a big gravestone for the Rumbar pirates. Uh, so Brooke can finally put them to rest. Uh. Zoro puts his sword to rest. I like the bit where they're like, um, oh yeah, I'm part of your crew, and it's like this crew's a handful, you know? <laughs> I'm like, uh, just uh, Zoro knows. <laughs>
1: I also like how, like, Zoro gives out uh, like a memorial for his sword, the sword that got destroyed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you have or Shira, I think. Yeah, the, the, the one he got from the, the, the sword shop for free. Um, yep. So. But yeah. Um. So yeah, if you don't have any final thoughts, so yeah, they're going to uh, Fishman Island. Um, and then, um, so yeah, um, Lola's, uh, Lola gives the, what, so yeah, this is what I was talking about a while ago, because I mentioned, like, how did Mihawk find, uh, Shanks in the Grand Line, this, uh, which is a thought I had, because the Grand Line's hard to navigate in, but, like, there are ways to find people, so the answer, I, so that's just speculation on my part, that Mihawk has a Vivre card for Shanks, um, which is interesting, but it's... De- so it's definitely... But it's possible, because he found Shanks pretty uh, handily, let's be honest. But yeah, so we get introduced to that here. And of course, it connects back to something Oda did ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> and but and while also foreshadowing towards the future, because like Ace is uh, in prison, uh, so he's uh, probably not... Uh, he doesn't seem to be doing too well, considering the paper is uh, on fire. Um, it's slowly burning, so... And what yeah. is also... And-
1: sort of interesting is that like you know they set up Impel Down with uh the Robin stuff back in Water 7 and his yes, lobby as
0: one of the the greatest uh yes with the, it's part of the triumphant with the uh Marine for the Marine headquarters and his lobby which is now a smoldering husk <laughs> thanks to the strats so yeah it's uh we're getting more build up to whatever Impel Down is, and then um, so it's so yeah, not- and that's pretty much it. It leaves on the cliffhanger. Uh, Ace's life is burning away. We know he's captured, and that's the end of Thriller Bark. Or what were you gonna say?
1: Well, I was gonna say this could also potentially be interesting. I don't know the exact location of Impel Down, so maybe th- this isn't implied. But this could like if the straw hats would have to backtrack in this instance to kind of go back to impel down if it is still like in the vicinity of any's lobby i it might not necessarily be that maybe they're still moving forward but i do think that would be kind of interesting considering up to this point it's all been about the adventure all about going forward so if they would have to backtrack in this instance to do something i feel like I don't know what the significance to that would be, but I just think it'd be inter- it's an interesting thing to point yeah. out if it does happen. Which, again, but I don't know. We'll get to that we'll maybe eventually. So
0: Next time, Fishman Island, right? Um, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, overall thoughts on Thriller Bark. Um, uh, I don't or, know like, how cause...
1: highly I want to rank this, because I really, really like Thriller Bark. Like, like I, I definitely see, like it more like, than Skype. Like a...
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's rough for me, too, because it's, like, I did really enjoy it going through it again, but it's, like, also other One Piece arcs are really good, so it's, like, like, because that's the thing is, like, uh, because I think there was a comment saying, like, how it's, like, it's over, like, because, let's put it this like, I still like NES Lobby better, but reading, rereading Thriller Bark, I appreciate it a lot. Like, I even appreciated uh, NES Lobby a lot, too, but, like, it's, Thriller Bark's really good, but it's also, like, is it NES Lobby? Like, (laughs) probably not, you know? Um, like, I think I would put it, ugh. I think I'd put it above Alabasta, honestly, like, like, cause it's like, uh, Alabasta was also really good, but, um, at the same time, Thoroughbark, I just think has some more interesting conflicts, um, maybe it's, um, like, the individual fights, like, yeah, the individual fights were all pretty good, like, um, Zoro versus Mr. One is still really good, and then as far as, like, emotional moments go, like, the, the, uh, you know, the, the mark on the back of the hand thing it gets me crying, but so does Brook's backstory, and the, the, the last part of that and the binks sake it. so it's like uh yeah i think i would put Thriller Bark a little bit above alabasta um, you
1: you know what i think i'm going to agree with you there um
0: oh even though alabasta got you a stronger emotional reaction yeah alabasta um, gave me least... the
1: stronger emotional reaction but i found myself like just in the act of reading mm-hmm. it i enjoy i felt like i enjoyed this more um yeah
0: that's yeah that's yeah i, I mean think, it's it's really I, it's really like, tough i mean I think in retrospect, I think I will still rank Skype higher than, uh, ooh, I don't know if, because it's like weird with Sky, Skype. Skype was weird with me because I just reread it last year, and that impacted my experience rereading it just now. So it's like, I think, like, I do enjoy the arc more than Alabasta, but reading through both like, back to back, like, the experience of going through Alabasta was a bit better, but I still, like, so Skype it's not quite fair, because I already reread it, like, last time, and that, so, I didn't get as much more out of it, like, noticing things and making connections, so, and that impacted my enjoyment a little bit, so, I don't know, maybe I'll enjoy it more, going through it again, but, um, like, it's so weird, but Thriller Park's also really good, so now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> See, I feel like
1: I don't want to say that like Alabasta didn't have an atmosphere to it, but I don't, I don't know. Something about like the Halloween spookiness of Thriller Bark just really stands out to me, and it feels really distinct. And the timing
0: is perfect too, because it's it, yeah. So it, maybe Halloween maybe that influences week, my so. bias a
1: little. Uh, the <laughs> of timing course. of it, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just really like the atmosphere. I like all the ideas that are present. I like the way everything is constructed and put together. Um,
0: it's a really great arc. It, it really is. Um, so yeah i guess if so, and nowhere else in the fucking fandom are you gonna see two people go like yeah thriller bark is better than alabasta like i don't think that's gonna happen a lot <laughs> um, even though it is really good um
1: i also think like it's even more interesting that i would potentially put thriller bark above alabasta considering we just came off of water 7 which was also like spectacular
0: Yeah, that's when you were like, yeah, One Piece is 10 out of 10. Because I wonder if, like, also part of it's, like, because you're now like, oh, yeah, I cried over a boat. One Piece is 10 out of 10. I wonder if maybe that just means, like, going to One Piece is more enjoyable to you. Like, you now have, like, a bias for it that you might not have had when we we read through Alabasta, even though you did really like Alabasta, you know? Because, like, well, because I'm speaking, um, you know, I'm not you, but I've talked to you. And, like, you've definitely been more enthused since, uh, like... Like, Alabasta, Water 7, Parts 2 and 3, and this uh, and this one, Thriller Bark, are definitely the most you've been, like, enthused and in on the conversation, you know? Like, not that you weren't before, but you were definitely more like, yeah, it's okay. And now you're more like, yeah, this is great. I want to talk about it. So it's like that's just my perspective. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'll go back and listen, oh yeah, you had more to say in that arc, but like... Yeah, I know know like Arlong
1: Park was the hook, I think Alabasta was what got me, Water 7 was what put me like 10 out of 10 status, and then (laughs) this is just like icing on the cake, which I guess everything else beyond this point will be, or it'll be a disappointment, I don't know. Seems unlikely, but...
0: Mm, Yeah, no, it's, there's definitely arcs that people don't like as much, but at the same time, like, the one that just finished, I really liked, but it's also kind of unpopular, and I feel like the reason is because people, I don't know, they kind of don't get one piece, <laughs> like, like, I don't know, but we'll talk about that when we get to it, um, so anyway, next time, we are reading chapters of, it's a short, it's gonna be a shorter stretch, because, uh, then it's gonna, um, but what, you, you will understand why, um, it's chapters 490, uh, to 524, so only, uh, tw- um, 34 chapters, um, which still isn't, uh, I guess that's not, that's, that's a bit smaller, but it's not, it's, it's, it, we'll see. Um, it'll be a short episode. Um, and yeah, we, this is episode 11 out of 20 for One Piece, so we are definitely more than halfway through chapter-wise and episode-wise. Um, they'll expect some, like, the next one's gonna be shorter, but expect some longer ones in the future because of how it's divided. So yeah, um... Thriller Bark is good. (laughs) One Piece is good. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.
1: Have a spooky day.
0: Spooky? Ooh. Oh, yeah, there's no endings anymore. The anime ran out. Sad.